0: I know the DJ.
1: Do you?
2: Welcome to episode ten of But I Know the DJ, a podcast discussing all things DJing, music, nightlife, business, and pop culture through the unfiltered opinions of host Snacks, a.k.a. Snack Scene Waters, powered by Dope Entertainment and our sponsor, Anchor. While I have your attention, since you just opened the episode up, please take this time to review, to like, to download, to share the episode that you're listening to right now and all other episodes. Please do it, or I won't continue. Okay, I'm assuming you guys just did it, so we're going to keep moving on. And first off, as always, I'd like to shout out our Black-Owned Business of the Week, Black-Owned Boss, B-O-S, like Boston, that's Black-Owned business. B-O-S on Instagram, they are a directory and business that promotes and spotlights Black-owned businesses through events and marketing. Currently, there are the minds behind the Holiday Collective at Legacy Place in Dedham, Massachusetts. It is a pop-up shop in the outdoor mall that features products from multiple makers within their holiday gift guide. Support the Holiday Collective this season. Support Black-Owned Boss. Follow them. Do whatever you need to do. They're doing really, really amazing things for the community, so check them out. And now we have our special guest today, Boston Rays, DJ producer, entrepreneur, investor, owner and CEO of record label MMXVAC V A C and Base X, owner and of management company, Gridlock Management, artist, visual designer, brand consultant, and friend. Please we welcome Scrap. Scrap, welcome, bro. Yo, what's up, Snacks? It's so good to see you. It's Likewise. been about a year. A year, yeah. He's uh, been spending his time in Columbia, where you're from. Yep. Um, What's, what's life in Colombia during a pandemic?
1: Uh, it's, it's good. It's the weather's nice. It's, um, you know, we did the whole lockdown and quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, just being at home, I, I don't really go out much. I just, yeah. So I'm I'm a hermit. I just stay in my house. Yeah. And
2: it's one of those things where, um, you know, with all the stuff that we've listed and like, I've seen your work in yeah. different mediums, mm-hmm. like you really do like when you want to learn something you learn and you're the one who's always been in my ear, like Bro, just learn it. Yes, like, you know what I mean. And you're such a big advocate of like, you know, I feel like when I think of you, it's like if you can't find anyone to do it right, you do it yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah, that's something kinda, yeah. I really respect about you. And um, like, you know, you do a lot of like your like all your own um like visuals and stuff like that, yeah, right? Everything. I, yeah, uh, you're just like a one man show, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I got tired of depending on other people. Right.
2: And and, and I definitely know how that is. Like I fucking hate it. Yeah, and I like there's so many it. times where I'm like, I just wish I could I knew how to do it. And you're just so good at. Disciplining yourself in more ways than one, like even with your eating, for example, right. like in working vegan, out, like, yep. like a vegan lifestyle, vegan like for like seven years now. It's cr- and it's crazy because like, I don't know, I don't know if it's just because I haven't seen you in so long, but like, like your face, like you know that like you're just mad thin, like you're yes. like yeah, you like you no fat on your body. Sleep. Yeah, you. Yeah. see
1: st- it's hard to really gain weight, which is kind of why I hit the gym so religiously because I'm t- I try to like like some maintain mass, size, size and some size. Yeah, so because yeah. if not, it keeps you slim, it keeps you, it keeps you in shape. For the most, so I can't yeah. healthy. So,
2: and because we met, maybe like
1: three years ago. I think now? it was three years ago. Yeah. Do you remember how we met? Uh,
2: so from what I remember is you saw me first play.
1: Yeah, I saw you at the uh, Slacker. W- no, it wasn't called Slack. Sonex DJ. Yeah. Oh, that's where you saw me first. I saw you play there first before we met. Oh. And um, and I had so gone. So that the Middle East. The Middle East. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I had gone there to meet Ross. Oh, and you so you saw me, and play. then I saw you, and then you hit me up, and then I hit you up, and mm-hmm. then I think I might have asked you, how can I like play or something? How can I DJ there or something? Something I, I might have asked you something. I forgot what it was, and then I ended up getting in contact with Ross, and then I got booked for the show. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's crazy because when we when when you hit me up, it was it's funny because like, and I think I told you this. I was like, yo, I know this name. Like I know yeah. this really? person. But I didn't know how. Like I was like, I know I never met you because I didn't know your face. Yeah. But I, it was, like, I was like, I was like this name. So it was definitely. Like, yeah. yeah. And then and then it was like months later where we were like cool and like hanging out and like working together, and I was like, I have fifty of the Zeus edits.
1: Really. Like I oh, had like those like the your early edit like the, your, like your, the twerk ones.
2: And yeah, stuff? yeah. I, Moses and all I was like. like, this is how I fucking know his name because yeah. I have I've been playing his shit for mad
1: long. That's dope. I didn't know I didn't know you played it.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I I just had like I was just going through my library and I was like. And, I, and for some reason, I had to like pull up like probably like the Bound Two one or something.
1: Oh, word. that's the one everyone plays. Yeah, that yeah, super and like the, popular. And the Torquilla one. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I have both of them. Like, oh, and, right, and and they're I, such shitty edits, bro. <laughs> well, it sounds so bad, so bad. It's, it's like
2: just like hearing yourself. Like, I mean, if I hear any of my mixes from like five years ago, I'm like, oh god, yeah. it's like so bad. But yeah. yeah, I think I was just going through like my library and like like finding one of those tracks, and I was like, yo, that's how I knew. Like that was that like that hunch that I had back when we yeah, first yeah, started yeah. talking. I was that's like, I know cool. him. And um, it was just because I had your music already. Yeah, that was dope. Um, and, but at that time, like, like so I'd only known you as a vegan. Mm-hmm. And then you'll post, like, some crazy throwback picture
1: of when you, before you were a vegan. Dude, I was, no one told me how, like, I wasn't overweight, but I was, like. You were just a normal, like. I was, like, swollen, bro. I think yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I was pounding alcohol left and right, bro, at these shows. Like, I was, and I was eating, like, shit. I was eating, like, yeah. a DJ. You're you're eating, literally eating, eating was, like me. I was yeah. eating, like, a DJ in my 20s.
2: Yeah literally what i'm going yep. through right now <laughs> like just pounding alcohol at shows <laughs> yeah. and, and eating and eating before and after stuff, yeah. yeah yeah so i, I get it. i mean yeah so so i like look at those photos and i'm like yo this is not scrap like how yeah. i know you you yeah. know what i'm saying bro
1: it's it's i mean i look back now and i'm like fuck like, how do I, how, you can swear right yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. um <laughs> uh yeah i look back i'm like fuck dude like who like, who was i why mm-hmm. didn't anyone tell me that i looked mm-hmm. this way? and, it, and it, w- no, it wasn't necessarily something bad i just i felt like shit mm-hmm. i felt like I felt like shit. A lot of friends would tell me like I looked tired all the time because I was, you know, I was kind of I was in my twenties. I was doing the co club circuit. I was DJing four nights a week yeah. and um, drinking a lot. And I was like 25, around like 25, and I had like a physical. My doctor said like Hey, like like you took a blood test. He's like, Yo, you could be pre diabetic. Are you good? Oh like, your sugar's high and shit. And I was like, Oh. Were, was you were you working out as well though, or you're just I was, but. That doesn't really change the fact that of like what you're consuming. So, oh, right, right. dude, I was I remember I was, you know, I was doing mostly like l- urban Latin nights. So I was like pounding Hennessy, bro. Hennessy and Coke, Hennessy and Red Bull, and um,
2: you're you're like I'm like yo, he's talking about me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and,
1: and I and I turned and there's like diabetes in my family. So, oh, right. Oh. Um, when I was like when I got that scare, I did this like detox for right 30 days where I just juiced. Mm-hmm. and i had really bad like acne and shit like my skin like you just look like when you're when you're not when your skin is not or when your your body's not where it needs to be you st- you're you you look at your skin and that's kind of like a tell-all like that's mm. the, it's the biggest organ in your body and if you have like dry skin or eczema it's because there's something going on inside right 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 um so i did this detox for 30 days all juices like juice uh vegetable juices and fruit juices and everything went away like my skin cleared up i lost a ton of weight uh, I, I had this like mild headache that would always stick around. It was like mm. this like f- like brain fog headache, mm. and uh, that went away. Wow. Um, and then I did that for 30 days. So then when I try to eat meat again, my body was like nah. It was like rejecting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I yeah. felt sick. And then I started doing like eggs and something like light like you know light things. And and then I was just like fuck it. Like I kind of just I learned how to eat differently too because my me and my my girl and I both went. You know she did this cleanse with me and then she just started looking up recipes vegan recipes and we found there's so many other ways to eat that it was like all right we really don't need meat you know we found this variety of different potatoes and different shit yeah yeah and um and it's been up since there bro like honestly it was probably it was a blessing in disguise for obviously that going to that that uh that, that visit and and being diagnosed that way cuz it honestly made my life so much better
2: yeah and and it, and like i said since i only know you as a vegan like like we would go out or like like I remember one time like we went to like that um that Mexican spot after yeah. like storyboard or whatever. Oh yeah and yeah yeah and, and like I remember <laughs> and and uh and uh I don't I forgot I think you did not order or you nah, ordered order. Yeah and I was yeah. just like and I was just staring at you and I was just like yo like this dude's really about that life like
1: Yeah it's it's yeah. it's it's a lot of it it starts off as discipline and then it just becomes a, just a way of you know I at this point it still smells good. I, I right. piece of steak fucking smells good yeah, and yeah. chicken, you know, it all smells good and I, and I just can't have it cause I'll feel sick. Right. right. And then, and moving to Colombia, you know, I was around family. Yeah. And
2: amazing and food in Colombia. Yeah.
1: And, and there's a lot of vegan restaurants there. Um, so that helps. I invested in a restaurant there where I get my food from. Oh shit. That's so fire. like, yeah, I started doing the like social media and helped them with sales and then I get free food. Um, yeah. You like
2: find like the k- shortcuts of like everything. Like, that's what I, like, notice about you. Like, you find a way. You like, got to you create your cre- life, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you learned all these things and use them in different avenues that, like, come back to you, whether it be monetarily or, like, yeah, like, now I get, this is how I get my food. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and, what and I mean? Like Yeah, and
1: my girl tells me all the time, like, like I, like, finagle my way into situations where I literally, we pulled up to this restaurant. It it honestly has the best vegan food in Medellin. I have tried, we tried it all. Shout out, what's the, so, what's the social?
2: What's the? It's called
1: <laughs> El Arbol de la Vida. Oh, that's, that's yeah. a dope name. And yeah, and the lady, she's like, fucking, she cooks so good, bro. It's yeah. like homemade vegan food. We started going. She didn't have social media presence. She didn't do deliveries. It was re- really, like, family, small, oriented. Yeah. And I was like, hey, like, I'll manage your Instagram. Like, let me help you, blah, blah, blah. Six months later, her sales increased. Like, wow. she was killing it. And um, and that was, like, a year before COVID happened. So we worked with her for a year. And once COVID happened, she was kind. Of, she's an older lady, so she was like, "Yo, you know what? Like, I kind of want to just close up shop." Yeah. And then I think she's been closed since, and I don't think she wants to retire. So I don't think she. I think she's gonna give it off to her kid. I haven't really spoken to her, but we were able to help and help her. That's awesome. Develop and stuff. So
2: that's dope. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like, you're fit as fuck, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it is. Cr- and, and I know because um, um, Gabe, my roommate, yeah. um, he's been getting it, like he's like since COVID, he's used it to really clean his body out, and yeah. he's um. You know, he works from home so he's able to really like micromanage his yeah, eating. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um he's lost like twenty pounds so, since COVID and But Gabe was um, always skinny, isn't
1: was the it? the thing is
2: he w- he was like always like a slender dude. Like yeah. like with like our friendship, like I was like the short and fat one and he was like the tall and skinny one. Yeah. But like he was still like flat. like you know, he was hanging out with me all the time. Like he was like a little flabby and stuff, but like now he's like
1: ripped, like yeah,
2: super lean,
1: like and he's very I mean, on top of it now. You really don't have to go vegan. I th- I think yeah. th- you can there's just a lot of things that people don't eat, don't aren't aware of, as far mm-hmm. as like how you s- you should um, get nutrition into your body. Like, yeah, the American diet is very unhealthy. Right. Absolutely. So yeah,
2: there are little things I try and tweak. Um, and you know me, like I'm a big like just exercise dude. Like I like I have yeah fun you yeah dude. I can
1: never. I, I'm probably you see I, I can't run as much as you can at all. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't do cardio at all. Yeah, me and We were talking about this. Yeah, because
2: she's she's a so, uh, fr- so shout out Francis, our shooter, official shooter. But I know the DJ podcast. Check out our Instagram. Um, she's been hitting uh, uh, all the fire photos. Um, also a runner. Um, follow her at Franny Pack. Um, but how many miles? Oh,
1: Franny Pack. I've, I've heard. I've yes, yeah, see the yeah, people yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, people I know. know.
2: Um, how many miles a week do you run? Thirty-five dude, to forty crazy. miles, and she like she's a beast, bro. Like that's crazy, and just eats those miles, bro. Like and, and, and it's and it's crazy, and 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 we talk about this a lot, like, um, you know, being like objectively like not running looking people, mm-hmm. but it's like like I said exactly what you said like the other week too. I was like, yeah, but there's probably like a dude who's skinny that won't be able to outrun you because like that's just like an endurance, yeah, it's like terms. stamina, it's yeah, stamina. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And, yeah. or, and mental too. I can't mentally. I cannot run forty miles in a week. I can't do it.
1: That's a lot. I, you know, it's insane. I would, yeah, I would, yeah, I mean, it would probably take a lot to get up to that point.
2: Yeah, and she's—I mean, she's been. She's ran a marathon. One marathon, two marathons. Oh yeah, I was at both of them, New York and Chicago, right? That's nice. That's dope. So, so shout out Francis. Uh, follow her on Instagram at Franny if you need some photo business. That like content life, she her uh, photos are fire. Check out uh, our Instagram for proof. But anyway, um, um, yeah, it's fire. I mean, so and. Did Gridlock come out of COVID or that was before COVID, no? no? that was before COVID. Yeah. And so so you manage um you went you know you did the DJing, you're yourself as an artist and now you're currently managing building artists, correct? Yeah, so
1: I did the DJ thing. Uh I kind of got bored of it locally. I feel like I got to a point where you hit the ceiling. Yeah, you kind of plateau in the city and and when when I did feel like I was plateauing, that's when I I was making edits, right? So I, that's when I tell you like start making edits. Once you start making edits, then you figure out how to make a full song. And then I started doing originals. And when I started making edits, they were more, you know, electronic based. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, cool. So how can I like play tours and get out of the state and do other things? And then I started kind of making my own music. And then one thing led to another. SoundCloud was really organic at that time. And I had songs hit 100,000 plays in fucking a month organically. And then, you know, booking agents start hitting you up. This was like. I want to say like four or five years ago. Yeah, and um, and then I, w- I was like, "Dope, I'm ready." I was like, I dove into that that lifestyle, that 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 industry, and did that. Played the tours, fucking toured a lot, and and like just you know was exposed to that beast with that is touring.
2: Was it all uh, national or was it? It international was national as well.
1: No, nah, it was it was mostly national. When I was doing more local stuff, I did play like international. I played in the Bahamas and some cruises and stuff. That's fire. Um. Boy, when I did like the when I was doing bass music, uh, it was all national, Mm. but I was, you know, I I did a bus tour, um, that was really dope. It was a college tour with College Weekly, and then I, I did, I booked my own debut tour where I played like twenty something shows, and um, you know, I got to travel, got to kind of get the ins and outs of the industry, learned a lot, and then um, three years ago I decided to, you know, I was like, yo, I just, I was. I felt, like, suffocated in Boston. I felt, I don't know, I was getting bored. And and then uh, from one moment to another, I told my girl, I was like, yo, listen, like, I want to move. I was like, I work from home, so yeah. I, w- I make my money off of music. So, you know, let's, let's go somewhere else. And we had gone to Medellin the year, like, a few months before. And I was like, let's just go. And we, like, dropped everything that month. Our lease was up, and we lived in Revere. And we were like, let's go. We sold our shit and just fucking left. And we've been there for three years. And um, yeah,
2: yeah, it was crazy. Cause like, rec- like soon after we met, and we were like hanging out and like doing shows. We were even doing shows together. Yeah, we were. Yeah, like we were doing like duo shit. Like we were DJing together. And then like, yeah, you're like, yeah, I'm out. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yo, was like, we've each other for like six months. Like, what the yeah, <laughs> fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: it was. I needed, like, I was ha- like, I was doing the the vegan stuff, but like, I felt like I needed a break from DJing, mm. and it was a weird thing to do for for me because I've since. I can remember, maybe seven, eight years old. I remember wanting to be a DJ so bad. So it was something that I chased for like ever. It felt like it, forever, and um, I really wanted to get like my mind right. Like I was drinking a lot, right? So right before I I stopped DJing around like, like let's say five years ago, five six years ago. Um, twenty five, twenty when I was twenty five, twenty six, I I, you know, I realized that that like I there was something else wrong. I needed more, and I needed to 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 clear my head and, and I stopped liking to DJ mm. and I stopped, I didn't, I stopped enjoying it. Um, I went out there, did some like psychedelic drugs and shit. I did fucking ayahuasca. I, I had really bad anxiety. I have still really bad anxiety and, um, not, and I think that's why I was drinking so much in the past. Right. So, um, I just needed a break, bro. Like feel you chase something for so long and then you get to it and then you're like, okay, what else? Yeah. Like, what else am I supposed to do? And then that's when I started developing the label um, I created a, a, a label as that piggybacked off of my, off of my DJ and producing. Right. Um, cause then you're just distributing your own stuff. Right? Yeah. I was and, and it was, it kind of became like independent. Like this city taught me that there's a lot of gatekeepers and there's a lot of people that don't let you get to a certain point. And I just, I was like, all right, I'm gonna do everything myself. Even just when I first started producing, I would send out demos to labels to get them signed and no one would answer because I was a smaller artist. I was like, all right, cool. So how the fuck do I start my own label? And then I luckily I had I had uh, played a show in L.A. I met the son of someone who one of the biggest distribution companies. He gave me an account, started my own distribution company, wow. started my own label. Um, and then, you know, I was I was distributing my own music and putting my music out. I was helping other guys that ha- were in the same predicament, other artists. And I started this artist collective called MMXVAC, which MMXV is 2015 and AC is Artist Collective. So it was just a group of us guys just help supporting each other. And then I was like, yo, I'm just going to start, like, you guys are having the same trouble I am. I'm just going to start distributing music. And I started putting them on platforms, you know, developed that into a business. I think we have a catalog of like 400 songs now. Um, And... And then through that, I did that for a few years. Started touring, and um, and then as of like a year, like two years ago, I, st- I we started Gridlock, me and my and a homie of mine, because um, I, w- I had gone, you know, learned all this industry knowledge of behind the scenes. I had a manager that was out of New York. He did all these great things for me, and I was like, Yo, I, c- I can do these things for other artists. Right. And I'm very like entrepreneurial. So if I c- if yeah. I can build the business and and ha- own it instead of having to rely on someone else, then I I'll do it. Yeah. And now we have. 15 artists
2: and and thing is like i know a few of them
1: like because uh like ag's local you know oh, yeah, AG, like, yeah, Andrew, yeah, and like
2: they're sick like they're yeah, these they're. are like artists he was artists. the first
1: he was the first quote unquote guy that we signed it was he was the first guy that you know because he was local i was like yo let's let's Yo, just ag's work. fire like he's he fire. he's
2: another dude that like because he does his own visuals as well right yeah, like he's he just is nice. so nasty yeah he just like he'll post it and i'm like yo like this is insane yeah. and um yeah, he's another dude that like I respect a lot cuz I know he just focuses and like wants to be great and and yeah. he's so talented, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, he's another dude I respect a lot. Um what when so I know that you guys were like and you've at least collabed before. Yeah, we've released stuff. So together. what was that conversation like like being like uh,
1: like a lot of lot of conversations in in that world you gain a lot of like quote-unquote clout cuz you know based off of numbers of like if you know that I mean, I got to a point where I was like the biggest bass music artist in Boston. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, sure. um, you know, just Facebook, like you friend requests, and then, yo, what's up, bro? You want to collab? Sure, let's collab. And then we just send each other stems, finish the song, and then started hanging out and worked on more music. And I was like, yo, you're talented. I'm, I'm really big on putting guys on that are from where I'm from. Yeah. So I was like, yo, like you're not like you know, y- you're coming with me. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. You know, we helped him. Um, you know, he's crazy. He's really some really big labels, and he's play shows and shit and he's really he's come a long way so um you know that's usually how it starts it's all facebook i have a bunch of facebook friends <laughs> like it's, it's a great it, that industry is very facebook driven it is
2: it is from, from the few base guys that i i have on facebook like the support that they get is insane i mean it's great yeah. but it's just like i don't know i feel like the urban world is so instagram heavy and yeah the, you know what i mean um it, it, it's it's definitely insane um you know, just talking about you you mentioned like the numbers you had like on SoundCloud and stuff like I know at least uh with Ben Maxwell, also a local dude, you have um the chainsmokers remix that has yeah. how many million now? A million
1: I think on SoundCloud it has last time I checked it was like maybe like fifteen million and on YouTube it has like forty something million, I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm look I'm looking it up right now.
2: Yeah.
1: Um what what chain joint was it? Paris. Paris, yeah. Paris crap. Yeah, my manager was actually really good friends with He's from New York, and he was really good friends with the Chainsmokers manager. I think they went mm-hmm. to school together, and he got us the okay of he, he got yeah. us the vocal stems, and we we're like, yeah, let's go. Yeah.
2: So uh, as far as your account goes, um, the one that's on yours has four point five eight million. Yeah. i you five. I think I'm just like five point four eight <laughs> million, <laughs> which is just fucking insane. Like, like, and I remember, and and the funny thing with like my relationship to this song is I know you and I went to high school with Ben.
1: Oh, word. Like, I didn't know that. Like.
2: What's up? Like I knew Ben when he was just Ben, you yeah. Know what I mean, and and it's funny, um, because the time I met you and he was like, cause he moved to LA and he's like doing yeah. his little thing. There. I met him
1: when he was already in LA.
2: Yeah, and like I hit him up and I'm like, yo, like I'm literally sitting with Scrap right now,
1: and he's like, holy
2: shit, cause, cause me and him had a few conversations where he was like, yo, I see you like blowing up in in Boston, whatever, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I see you in fucking LA, like <laughs> doing really dope production, and and then two two winters ago. Um, I just linked up with him, like, in a few of, like, our high school mutual friends, and, like, we were just, like, it was funny because, like, me and him just, like, went away and just talked music for, like, an hour, and everyone was, like, oh, it's the two DJs, like, yo, he's so talented. He's he's dope as fuck, and and it's crazy because, like, like he was super, like, he was always cool, but, like, he was mad quiet, you know what I mean? Like, in high school, he was, like, mad low-key, super low-key, and, like, you know, you see people grow and, like, you know, tap into their potential, tap into their talent, and then they become these, like, dudes with, like, fans and, like, yeah. dudes with, like, tons of listens and tons of streams. Like, it's it's so wild. And so that's why when I saw this, I was like, I know both of these dudes yeah. and it's, like, an insane we record. Got, we got like soup.
1: And through, like, just being in the industry, I met um the owner of a YouTube channel called Trap Nation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that's, like, one of the biggest channels mm-hmm. and fucking mm-hmm. and when it comes to EDM or bass music. And yeah, it is. And I, I sent him the song. He's like, yo, I got you and uploaded And it just fucking took off, took bro. Off. It's uh, what is it, like, I mean, I, I know artists get this all the time. Like, like, did you know that collab record was going to be no. like the one? No. And I've, I've actually made a lot of the songs that I've made the first originals. It was just me fucking around and, and, um, just experimenting and learning and uploading it. It was, yeah. n- there was no, uh, I had no idea of what might, what might happen. I, I had there was no real promotion. I remember at that time I was paying like, like, uh, some repost channels to like repost my yeah, song, yeah. but it was, I was spending like a hundred bucks or something Yeah. Like yeah at the time, and, and just SoundCloud was really organic, and, yeah,
2: SoundCloud's definitely changed a ton, yeah, it was, it
1: was super organic at that point, and it was kind of, like, just a moment, and I kind of rode this, like, trap music wave at that time, yeah, yeah, you did, and, and and it helped, it helped a lot with music, it helped a lot with, with relationship building, like, uh, there's a lot of friends that I have from, like, five years ago, five, six years ago, that, are in different positions now in their positions of power. Like there's a lot, like mm. the industry went, went from being very underground to like something that now major labels are signing these smaller labels or are now someone who was a producer or a, a, f- a friend of a producer and that was managing him now is uh, a NR at, right, at right, Atlantic right. or something. So there's a lot of, of relationship that you, that you build over the years because it's a very like niche community. Uh, of of like artists. Like it's very, it's very producer driven. So it's, uh, guys rely a lot on support from each other.
2: Right. And then, but on the same token though, like just like there's a million DJs, there's a million producers. Yeah. Like yeah. making really similar music. Right. So it's, it's gotten, si- wor-
1: it's gotten more over the years. It was, yeah. it was a lot back then. There's,
2: like every uh, like so ev- much more. Now. If I walk, if I walk through Central Square and I see a dude drinking a monster, I'm like, you're a bass producer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm probably, like, you're probably a, time, a bass yeah. pro- bass producer. Uh, yeah, yeah. um, and like, so as someone who like, you know, I think many people would say like, and, and making it right, it's all different levels. And yeah. when you make it one way, you want to make it the next way and whatever. Yeah. I say someone that has six million listens on SoundCloud on a record is making it to an extent. You know, what do you think brought you over? Was it the talent or was it kind of your understanding of how numbers work and, and you know what Uh, I
1: mean? I think it was, it's probably like a combination of both. Um, Through the development of me making making music, I realized that it's an art and there's no real wrong way to do it unless like you're really doing it wrong. Like shit's out of key or Mm, or whatever. But it's like, it's very much, and I tell these guys a lot, a lot to my guys. I'm like, it's like a painting. It's like a visual painting. You may see it and may think it's like nothing. Someone else may come by and pay you six million dollars for it. Right. So it's very subjective, and the world's a big place. And just based on stats on like songs, like I think my n- number two or number one or number two country is Egypt. Wow. Listeners, right? And it's like, and that's bizarre because I can't. Still to this day, it's something like that's how my did block. how
2: did it get to Egypt? Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And um, and who am I to say or. Dictate what people in Egypt really like. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, it's it's all of just m- do you do what you like and and put it out and really have no expectations and do it because you like to do it, mm-hmm. not not for any other motive like money or anything like that. Because I feel like when you chase money and you chase other things besides yeah. your passion, then you kind of like yeah. you put yourself in a weird place where it tends to not happen.
2: Yeah, and, and, and that applies to so much. Like the reasoning, the 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 intention, right? The intention. And and, yep. and, and and we were talking about this before we pressed record, like. That's why so many of these DJs are falling off. That's why a lot of, you know, just people that you thought were about that life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you take away the the glitz and the glamour of it, and then all of a sudden they fall off. Then it's like, no, they weren't about that. They, they
1: were just about the glitz and the glamour. You know yeah, you could tell, like, who, like, tried to learn just to learn. And then you could, like, that's kind of what gravitated me towards you because I saw a lot of myself in you. Mm-hmm. And um, just, like, you being so versatile and you having fun and you like and liking it. And I was like, I remember. I don't know if I ever even told you something like, this kid's a problem. I remember telling like <laughs> my like my boys, I'm like, yo, this kid is gonna take over the city. Like he's gonna take over the city. He has so much potential. Um, and it's because you like it. You can. Right. S- and and it was something that I, I I don't remember why I started liking to DJ. Uh, a few years ago, when I moved to Columbia, I found out that like my dad is very was very music driven. Mm-hmm. My mom, and then when I started, because he died when I was very young. Mm. And I remember my mom telling me like, yeah, you should sleep in the studio. Like he used to manage like um this like salsa band from cumbia band from Medellin, and like he was on the radio, and she never really spoke about him. But when I started asking and digging deep, he was like, yo, he's like, she's like, you're just like him, right? And you guys do the same thing. He's like, you should sleep in his recording studio when you were a kid. And I'm like, There That's was something crazy. that I gra- that I grasped from that when we used to live in LA. And um, there was something that I grasped, and there was I when I was a kid, I remember I just wanted to be a. DJ. And you can ask just friends, um, you know, longtime friends. They would be like, yo, I just remember you in high school in your room just fucking going in. Uh, that time was like CDs. Yeah, yeah, And just, I definitely put in my 10,000 hours. Right. Right, and it was, and just because I like to do it, and I started DJing in Boston at 19, playing for free, opening up for DJs. My first gig was Venue. Your <laughs> yeah. first gig was Venue? Yeah. God, my di- first gig like in Boston. opening or? My first gig in Boston, no, it was Venue. I was, I... Sorry, my first gig in Boston was, I had opened up for a DJ, and they liked the promoter liked me so much that he booked me the next week, and then I became like the resident for the Latin room. Wow, for like, ever. and then I I was like nineteen, I had probably just turned twenty, and then um, that was kind of, and I just went, I just I was go, just took I over, just went, yeah, I just yeah, went yeah. and kept going, and it was, I think that the drive is you loving it so much, and I remember yep. at the beginning teaching for free and then you know i did it for like about 19 to like 27 like eight years full force just going and I, d- prior to that i had done house parties in high school i did proms i did all yeah, yeah. Shit. so i had doing it i was doing it for a while but you can tell that that's what makes it, that's a difference you can see who's really in it and usually people that are really in it for the right reasons are the ones that stick around right absolutely absolutely um and you mentioned like the 10,000 hours, like, and I said
2: something like you put 10,000 hours, in, like multiple things, bro. Like yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's,
1: it's, um, yeah, I learned production doing it in YouTube, University of YouTube. Yeah. Um, same with like graphic design. I was, you know, I, since I quit my day job, I used to do it for, uh, Xfinity. And, uh, at all my jobs prior to that, they were all very, very IT driven. And I got in trouble so much for, like, remoting into my computer at home and downloading music. That's fire. Yeah, and (laughs) I got in trouble so many times. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I'm making enough music. Um, I mean, I'm making enough. I'm making decent money. You know, back then, um, the pay was was really similar to what it was today as far as the DJs. But the cost of living was cheaper, and I was living with my parents, obviously. So I was like, all right, cool. At 19, I quit my job, 9 to 5. And since then, I've been just living off of music and um and i think having the the 24 owning the 24 hours a day yeah then i was able to like really dive in and, and learn graphic design learn production um and just kind of just create uh, create uh visuals create music create opportunities for other artists create events like that warehouse party that you know yeah yo, that shit was popping um Mundo, shout Baja Baja Mundo. yeah that's coming back too yo it's gonna come back it's funny um oh you went oh. yo oh, it's funny
2: because she was one of the people that was like hitting me up like when you were when we were doing the promo for it yeah and uh and i think like because i think like the guest is closed or there was a re she, you know she just waited on it you know no no yeah. shade but she waited on it yeah and then it closes something, then I mean, you know how it is. That night, everybody hitting you up because yeah, they didn't and get on the list, or and and that was actually
1: kind of like a that was more like an experiment. Because I remember when I when the concept came up, it was sp- spontaneous, and there was this warehouse that was available. Yeah, and um, and then I was I was really I was learning it like Facebook ads at the time, and I was like, I wonder if just based off like marketing ain't right if i can build this hype in a week i think it was like we only yeah, yeah for like it a week. was insane and yeah. i was like i'm not gonna i made i made people sign ndas i don't know you, you probably didn't
2: yeah because uh, i didn't have to sign most the of the list, people I was DJing, yeah
1: most of the people signed an nda and i was like yo the, and, they, and they, <laughs> they had no idea what the location was yeah i, like, I, I, I could have yeah. mass murdered everyone <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah. and people sh- and it was through like m- through marketing and 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 running ads that yeah it, it was insane we sold yeah it was sold out and yeah
2: so yeah. i mean i want to give more context to the people who don't know so like yeah. so this is so this is obviously before you left
1: right Bef- yeah it was uh i had it, it was, was my it w- 30th birthday that it was like around my 30th birthday, it, so was it was the wednesday
2: day. before thanksgiving yeah
1: um the promoters was so mad bro yeah yeah okay okay i want to talk about this because so this was so far
2: i, I like forgot about it. i don't <laughs> know how i could have so it was because i remember you hit me up and you were like yo i'm doing this warehouse party i want you know i want you to be one of the djs it's going to be like multi-room yeah like uh, different vibes and and it's gonna. Uh, it was free. Was it free? I don't think. No, it, it was, was a free. cover. It was a cover. It was a cover. Yeah, yeah. But like, cause, cause most people, as most people know, like the the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is like the, the, the one day. of the biggest party nights yep. of the year. Clubs, you know, eat off of it, whatever, whatever. And so you're like, yeah, fuck the clubs, and yeah. fuck everybody who's. I part think, of the clubs, I think like what <laughs> happened was that
1: we were we were at this club. Oh and, right, and we we were I remember doing, we were doing this club and and. You know, we were doing the kind of the marketing for them and setting up shows and curating shows, and they were they had gone through this rebrand and they needed help, and we stepped in and helped. And then once shit got popping, they were like, oh, "Okay, you you know, thank you, goodbye." Yeah, right. And then I remember that we I were like, that. "Oh, really?" I was like, <laughs> "Alright, cool. I'm gonna throw a fucking party, <laughs> and your shit's gonna be dead." Right? Yeah, I remember. And it, that. And it happened because I remember getting texts from from like um staff that were worked in, and they'd be like, "Yo, like, how's what that at the party?" Like, um, and I'll be like, "Yo, how is it?" Like,
2: yeah, yeah, no one came. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yeah, I l- and I love that. And I yeah. remember, like, you're a mad chill dude, but you were mad,
1: like you were. Oh, you, I you were angry. Yeah, and, I, and
2: I've never seen you like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's fucked because it's fucked up. I mean, I b- I try not to do people dirty. Yeah, I, I, yeah you yeah. know, I believe in karma and 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 you know, it's part of the business. And there was people in play that could have gave us a heads up that we've w- had a relationship with. I'm like, right. oh, you could have sent me a smoke signal, bro. Like. Right. But we they let us know, like, very... Last minute. Last minute, which is why that event happened so last minute. And I was like, I bet, like, I'm not. I'm just going to do my own thing. And it, I'm kind of glad it happened because I couldn't, couldn't picture myself still working with them or being there. Yeah.
2: And, and, so, and so this party... Like, guys, this wasn't... I, I'm trying to, like, explain it as well as I can, but, like, without, like, giving too much away at the same time. Yeah. This was a full production party. like okay. Like, what you're thinking of it mm-hmm. was better than that like like the the dj booth was a full
1: it was yeah we had the like, whole, whole thing whole like production. festival
2: like yeah lighting and speaker setup
1: we had a bar super legal but we had it super
2: like full bar and then it was like oh my god so i walked in so I, obviously i came early yeah. you know i walk in it's my first time seeing it and obviously i see the dj set and i'm like holy shit wow this is crazy and they get like you guys like, like the the t- the top tables, what is it? The, the standing, the standing standing tables. And I was like, okay, this is pretty official. This is pretty dope. And then I see like, (laughs) I see like 10 baddies (laughs) just like walking around and I'm like, what the fuck?
1: The the waitress.
2: And then there are the waitresses and like the bartenders. And then I, I like keep walking I turned, like over to like a hallway and I'm like, yo, this, they're setting up a full bar and I was, and then that's when I finally found you. Obviously, you're running around trying to make yeah. this party happen. And you're like, bro, like I just went to New Hampshire, bought all this fucking alcohol, yo. <laughs> like you know what I mean. And
1: I'm like, yo, maxed out my credit card. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm li- and
2: I'm like, and I'm like, yo, this is fucking insane. And then I go to the other room, um, and like hookah set up.
1: Yeah, it was like, hookahs. Yeah, it was.
2: In, and I was just like, yo, this is the shit that Boston fucking needs. Like, cause you like. Obviously, with all the legislation and the rules, I talk mm-hmm. about this a lot on the show. Like, Boston is really, re- like it just doesn't let us party. It, like, I feel like I'm in a fucking footloose. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. government doesn't want us to fucking party. And, and you know, I'm sure there's reasons. Like, I'm sure accidents have happened in the past and there's boneheads. We know that fucking someone stabbed someone outside of a club. and yeah. So, I get it. But, you know, you see all these other cities doing warehouse parties and shit. So, I was like, yo, this shit is going to be insane. But then the question was, who's going to come? You know what I mean? And so I stayed in the side room for a while because I think, like, I did a set there first. Yeah. And then I was going to play in, like, the ma- quote-unquote main room. Yeah. So I was chilling in the side room for a minute. Like, I was, so my homies, I was just chilling there. Chilling, chilling, chilling. Awesome DJ lineup, too. And then I finally go out to the other room. The place is fucking packed. And yeah, like, we
1: did, like, over, like, 400 people. Yeah. Like, insane. It was, it was over four something. And,
2: and and it didn't close at two. No.
1: Nah. It was, like, it was... Why do we the the, uh, the cops didn't show up? I know th- I know that for sure. I think that we stopped because it was just it was just late. too much. Yeah, it was yeah. late. Yeah, it was just too it was much, just too yeah. much, and people were getting oh, because people were getting too fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Because that bar was like never ending. Yeah, so, yeah, wasn't you so. had
2: like I remember <laughs> I remember uh, I think you gave me like a drink ticket or something. I don't I don't remember, but uh, I like went up to the bar and like I kind of just like peeked over the counter, counter and I'm like, yo, this shit yeah. will not end.
1: Like, yeah, and people were getting too fucked up, bro. Yeah, and then, yeah. uh yeah, we just had to, like, control it and be like, all right, cool. I think it was, like, four. Yeah, yeah. W- It was, like, from nine to four or something like that when it started. Yeah.
2: I was, like, lit. And, like, I, I remember I didn't make it to the end. Like, I was just, like, "Yeah, like, you, why you. Why did I leave? I, re- I left for a reason. It's probably for a short. Year, I'm not going to lie. Probably. But yeah. I left for a reason. Um, But while I was leaving, and you said that this was going to happen, that there was people trying to get in. Yeah. That, like, whether they be, like, part of the industry or, like, people that you weren't just weren't fucking with at the time or whatever, yeah. like, and you're like, I remember you telling me before. You're like, there's gonna be people that are gonna hear about this, be mad about it, and try and fuck it up, or try and get in. And I'm gonna say, nah. Yeah. And like while I was leaving, there was like people. Yeah, it was a bunch of talking to like the door yeah, dudes, a bunch, like
1: a bunch of fuckboy promoters that yeah. that, that um, I mean that want to show up when they they know they're not really invited, right? And and fuck shit uh, up potentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah and just be you know there was. I mean, I, I kind of did it. I was like, "Yo, the people that are, that are gonna be here are just patrons and people that I'm gonna control this whole environment. Right. Like, there's gonna be like no. I'm re- I'm not anti-promoter, but I kind of am in a <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, um, yeah. Just because I feel like promoters <laughs> like like are not needed in mm. a sense. Um, IG is your promoter mm-hmm. in a sense. Like, I mean, this I'm this s- is opening a great can of worms. Yeah, um, it's it's. Uh, promoter is just like a middleman. You right. can like, I mean, you've thrown events. You yeah. can just go directly to the venue and yep. do it yourself. Shout right. out Day One Boston. We'll, we will be back. Yeah, and um, dope party, dope party. Dude, the one that you the, the, that was the, fucking dope. Six hundred people. Dude, that was so at dope. fucking Fenway, Johnny's. Francis yeah. was there. Yeah, that was that was that was vibe, bro. We
2: we were um chatting, so we did it again, right, multiple yeah. times, and we were talking, and and um, Noel, the other half of Day One, um, he was still in grad school. And it was funny because he's in class one day, and one of the fucking bartenders that day is in his class, Mm. and so obviously he was like, "Oh shit, I don't know if you remember," blah, blah, blah. and they were talking about it, and apparently, according to her, that that was the only day that beat that day numbers wise of the bar was
1: Odega, your birthday. No, no, no,
2: no, 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 for them, for the venue. Okay, okay. That beat them. That the only the only day that beat our party numbers wise, sales wise at the bar was um, Marathon Monday. Oh, At, and, and it's Fenway. It's next to Fenway Park. They have a baseball yeah, game, yeah. and it's fucking marathon. Like, oh no, yeah, right there, yeah, right. mar- yeah, Marathon Monday. And I was like, yo, we just competed Bro, with Marathon hot. Monday. It, it, was was it was hot. It was it was like July s- or something yeah. like a hundred degree day. Line out the door, and like it was one of those things where, like, like obviously, like I knew a lot of people there, and they were like, yo, my fucking homie from like fifth grade is here. Like, like people from Pravi are here. Like, That's and so it and it was just like. And, and yeah, that when we were doing that, we, like, we were realizing, yeah, we were reali- and they're like, I was realizing more and more that I was like, yo, fuck, promo- like, why, like, I'm gonna just do my own shit. Yeah. And we were curating just such a distinct vibe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, promoters are just, in this city, promoters are outdated in the sense where, like, if you're a promoter, you have to bring something more than just an idea, right? Or, like, like, there has to be a reason why you're throwing a party. And I think there's a lot of guys, like, I don't know how many times I'm gonna see Sexy Saturdays on a flyer, right? Right. Or some right. shit, like right, and right, so right, like, right. and just because you're a guy that hires sub promoters to promote like okay, cool, but the d j is the guy who really has all the leverage, especially not with social media like if you if you book someone that has a good, uh, decent enough following why why is the promoter taking why is the promoter taking the door and giving you like less than ten percent of the right. revenue when you generate most of it right anyways, right, or you're not that you generate most of it but you know you they don't they don't fairly compensate and i remember when when i hit you up when uh when i think you had uh jason on jason yeah 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 and uh oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah we yeah. and he was talking about like you know and it was like kind of some like i agree with you know he's been in the industry for a while but i don't agree really what kind of his his thought process is because you know for a guy that's been in the industry for so long since like the 90s, mm-hmm. like you know that I was getting paid $300, $350 10 years ago. Right. Like cost of living has gone up. Right. Like why are guys still getting the same pay? Right. Why is the promoter, you know, if the promoter is keeping, okay, you don't, let's say they're not keeping full door, they're keeping half of the door. Why are they only, al- why are they allocating less than 10% of their budget to their entertainment? They're not paying you 500, they're paying you three something. So it's like less than 10%. And it's it's uh it's a bad business model, and it it's never like they. And I told you I'm like they're exploiting DJs, Mm -hmm. and the whole DJ union thing. Remember, you know that whole thing that was talked about before. Yeah, yeah. like during my time, guys wanted to do the same thing, but just uh, promoters know how how like needy DJs are, and you can pass on gigs, but it's gonna be some other
2: kid's gonna exactly yeah take it. So the market, like yeah, there's so many fucking DJs uh, in Boston, the world, um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's.
1: Not all promoters are bad. Yeah, but most yeah, of them are.
2: Not a, yeah, not a lot of promoters are bad. There's definitely. I've oh, they are gonna hate me? You know, you're already out, man.
1: It's cool. I'm not even from here, so I, I yeah, th- yeah, and yeah, I feel yeah. You're, you're and in I, Columbia. Like, yeah, and I think, that, <laughs> you're and, I think th- and I think that's the beauty of it too, because for since for a while now, I think uh, I remember, and I'll give you a, a good example of like a story that I was DJing at this club in downtown Boston. I was a resident. I was playing on Fridays, and I remember asking. So I was getting, you know. Once I started getting curious, I, w- I was only getting like three hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, "Yo, you know, I've been resident. I want more. Mm-hmm. Right? This place is packed. Like, uh, I'm part of the growth. I'm promoting. Right. Absolutely. You know, I'm, you're offering me five dollars on the list. It's cool, but that can only that you know that only does so much. I'm paying. I'm getting paid three hundred, but I got paid twenty five dollars for parking, right? Woo! So, and Woo! dude, I'm telling you, these are stories that I mean, this oh, is through ten years ago. Yeah, right? same exact shit. Yeah. And um.
2: Like I tell, like, like um, I remember I was like late to a spot, and they're like, and they're like, why didn't you just pay? There, there's a there's a parking garage right next door. Why didn't you pay? And I'm like, cause that comes out of my my cut. Like yeah. if, if I can avoid, pay. and they're like, they don't pay for your parking. I was like, no, like so so let, let's say let's say back in my open opening days, if I'm just making a hundred bills opening, and I pay twenty five dollars for my Uber for my my parking, Like oh it doesn't make sense. I don't make money. You know what I mean? It like, Doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a. So like at the spot I was playing at I remember playing for a while and like everything you expect to raise at some point I mean I I am smart enough to know that bar minimums are right. certain, so you know and I know how much the bar is generating a bar generates 70 to 80% um have 70 to 80% profit margins bro you know they buy a bottle for $40 and they're selling it for 380 yeah yeah, right? yeah yeah so like I know there's money I'm the guy. I'm the conductor of the ship. Everyone's having a good time. Why, why can't I get a hundred dollars more? Why is the promoter keeping all the money? And I remember asking the the manager at the time. I was like, "All right, cool. Like, what were bar sales?" They're like, "Oh, the d- you know, bar sales were like seven k." Cool. I'm like, "All right, word." Um, how and I started thinking, like, how can I increase the bar sales? Mm. So in the Latin world, you know, there's different genres. There's like reggaeton and there's yep. bachata. So like, yeah, yeah. at a point, I got so good at um reading the crowd and being the environment that. I would manipulate people to go to the bar, right? To spike tr- uh, drink sales. Yep, yep. So I remember asking the manager, like, okay, at uh, this time or these times, like, how much more? So we, s- I started seeing trends. I'm like, yo, I'm, manip- I'm like, bringing in some ser- serious cash right now, just because I know that I'm not playing for myself. I'm, I'm, I'm not playing shit that I want to hear. I'm, I'm having them enjoy. So I'm not killing yeah. them with bangers, bangers. You know. And I'm giving them a moment where they could take a break, do some bachata, and go to the bar. Right, blah, right, blah, blah, right, I'm right. giving them those moments, and I'm fluctuating sales. Yeah. I'm increasing sales. So and people
2: don't realize how much, like, control, like, like DJ is is not just the skill. It's not just the popularity. It's not just the, I. It's it's a psychological. Yeah, it's a science, bro. Like it's a science, yeah. dude. Like the way we can control people. Like I can make you feel sad. You you can make people fight. Yeah, I can make. Ex- yo, uh, there was um people were talking. Yeah, people. Fuck, what was the fucking topic? Yeah, I think it was after the 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 Jeezy and uh, Gucci Mane verses. Yeah, yeah. Where like um you know it was all the t- t- trap music and like everyone like these DJs that I followed on Twitter were like yo like They're... I I can think of a of a sequence of songs that if I play them in a row, a fight will break out. Oh yeah, and I know it will happen. Yep. And I can if if a manager is like, "Hey, I kind of want this to end right now. Can you like kind of fake a fight and like we can have a reason to?" I'd be like, "Yeah, no problem. Give me five minutes." Yeah, yeah, and I, and I will make it happen. Yeah, at the right time, yeah. If
1: people, you know, they got enough alcohol in their system. You yeah. get them riled up, and they'll fight. And yeah, so at that at that instance, I realized that like uh, I'm an asset. Right. Right. And when um they want to give me more money, so I was like, all right, fuck you, I'm leaving, right? And 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 um after that, after I left, it was a re- it was a really popular club downtown, and I was like, I'm starting my own promotion company, mm-hmm. got a bunch of my friends, and we started promoting at other clubs, and I started making money. And I don't remember if you remember when I booked you, I don't ask you like I I'm, I, I when every time I book DJs I s- shows, I'm like, yo, how much you charge? Not how much I'm going to pay you. Like, how much is your time worth? And I'll give you whatever you tell me. Right. Right. So it's like. I do remember that. So, you know, and back to like the whole like promoter thing. It's, it's, it's an industry. It's a, it's in, it's a way, it's a business model that's old school, never been benefits a DJ. And I feel like DJs really need to realize how much leverage they have and how much power they have. Mm. And I think a lot of them are scared to speak out. Because they're scared of that pushback from the promoters, because they yeah. won't get booked. Because there's someone yeah. else that'll get booked, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to keep it <laughs> very neutral right now. Yeah, but I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I guess. But, but m- I've also tried. Like, I, I have thrown my own parties,
2: yeah. and I've seen. And, and, and thing is, before COVID, like we, we were starting a weekly Friday. Mm-hmm. That was
1: oh yeah, I remember you yeah. know what
2: I mean? Like, and so this was it. Was, like my my uh, approach was going to be, I can do both. You know, mm-hmm. I can I can still work with these people that I like working with, and that you know, pay me right, pay me on time, blah 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 blah. blah. But I also, and, and, and cause you know, I just like being able to different DJ, different kinds of parties. Mm-hmm. Club thing is something I like doing, but like what we were doing with day, you know, we were going to play super old school stuff, yeah, soul music, like very a, like, vibe, yeah. and, and I wanted to keep doing that, but like on a Friday night, like, and, and, and I was like, but I also don't want to get tired of my own night. So I wanted to keep them both happening. And that's why I was going to be super content. Cause I had reached a point where I developed myself and day one, like to a point where like we were going to, we knew people were going to come in a free yeah. Friday night and like, and it was I'm That's I'm right still not straight, telling, yeah. pe- telling people where exactly where it was, but like, what you know, you know where it, where it was, what it was gonna be, and like, it was like a place that had like good foot traffic that like once, you know, we were gonna build something like I mean, you know, you've done parties there as well, yeah. Um, that we we're hoping that was gonna build into something really really dope. Um, but we'll be we'll be back.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's 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 tricky because you there is a lot of depending on promoters, and like like I said, it's like it's like an old model, and there's a lot of people in in positions of power that are. In my opinion outdated and it's uh they're like they play these like gatekeepers and like they dangle this like opportunities Mm. in front of your face and you have to do certain things to earn it or whatever but it's never really based on skill it's based on like a lot of insecurities from the guys that are in power they just they don't they don't want anyone else to top them and um and i think that's just a that that's that's what keeps boston from growing because you know at some point if you're this guy that knows the the guy running the show and you're the dj or you're the guy in running the shit just because you're kind of grandfathered in like I, I can never like I'm too much of a creative to be like, you know, I'm not, I'm not insecure enough. So I'm not insecure to, to not give props to someone, someone else was killing it and be like, yo, it's your time to shine. Come up here. And like, like, I don't gotta be the guy who was leading you do it, like do it, do what's good for the, the industry and the culture. And not say you're for the culture and not allow the foot traffic and, and for the culture to grow. And, and this is, I mean, I've, I've been in a position with a lot of politics and a lot of sh- like weird shit. So, like, people, hi- and there's a lot of people I- that, and it's not just the city. I'm pretty sure it's in other cities, too. But they stifle the growth. They stifle the growth, and it's all based on, like, bullshit politics. Mm. That um, And who the fuck wants to see the same guys playing the same fucking clubs forever? Like, you know what I'm saying? Give a chance to the other guys. Like, be aware that the pay is bullshit. Play the pay shit, bro. Like, the pay can't be the same thing it was 10 years ago. That shit makes no sense, right? Right, and um, you know, and, and my thing is, you know, I talk a lot, I was talking to a lot of guys during the pandemic from here. They would hit me up and be like, Yo, dude, like, what can I do? Like, um, like, you got me advice. I'm like, Yo, just look for your independence, you know what I'm saying? Like, try to be independent, like, try to cut any ties from, like, try to be your own boss and don't have any, like, don't depend on someone to to get you your bread. Mm-hmm. Like find ways to to do it yourself. Um, obviously, to get booked at a club, you got to get booked by someone. But it shouldn't be a promoter that is a DJ that doesn't want to give you the shine because he doesn't want you to grow more than he does. Mm-hmm. Y- you know what I'm saying? Um,
2: hey, no, this is actually perfect timing. You want to hop on the mic real quick? Edo, our beautiful producer, former kind of still promoter um hops on for some two cents um we were just having a um a pretty good discussion uh welcome ado um ha- oh, so I can keep going uh-uh. um so we were just um'm having this conversation of um you know uh kind of the club promoter to d j system. Could be outdated, in that um, oh shit! I almost just had you yeah. talking. <laughs> Turn that about mic off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um and you know, uh actually, Scrap, I mean, you you probably can say way better than I can. Um, if you don't mind, what kind what of explaining what, what, what you're do you want like like how like um like <laughs> to to a certain extent, like promoters aren't necessarily like needed because if 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 the DJs are the talent and the entertainment, and in such a social media driven world. You know, are bringing people out and and whatever you know. Why are they getting the same pay that they got ten years ago? While wow, the bar grows and and nights grow and people's money grows, um, you know, there's such a distinction and why uh, DJs are stagnant when they when uh, oftentimes they can throw a party at themselves or do everything.
0: Yeah, I mean. There's always been a question of like what what role does the the promoter or the host do in a night, right? And I, I don't think we're ever gonna get away from them being uh, a major factor into that piece because you have to understand, right? Uh, from a DJ perspective, you guys aren't the guys on like on the bootstrap of like going to go shake hands or mm-hmm. thing. And the reason why I say that, is that you guys are always going to different venues, right? From the DJ perspective, you guys are always trying to play different clubs, show your your element. So a venue can't be like, all right, I'm unless you, the DJ, just say, you know what, I'm just going to be here and go nowhere else. Then you can almost be like DJ promoter, you know, type of personnel that people recognize. Hey, I'm only going to this place. I'm only going to go to Cure Sundays or Cure on Saturdays because of snacks. But I don't think. Owners are gonna just be like, Hey, you know what? Like I'm gonna take that risk because they understand what your you guys's goal are. So I think the promoter in that essence will always have a job.
1: Yeah, I mean promoters sh- will always have a job. I mean, just, we, there's a need for better promoters. You know. Yes. In, 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 in a sense where like when we were talking about like like the pay, right? The promoter pay. I mean the DJ pay when I was DJing in the city a lot mm-hmm. ten years ago it was still 300, 350 Yeah. Right. And in should, everything cost of living has gone up. So it should be, it should be more. It should be relative. It should be relative. Yeah. And, and if you, especially if you want the the DJ, you're hiring a DJ for services and if you want them to promote, then pay them. Yeah.
0: But uh, I think for certain promoters, I don't want to speak for everyone um, that I think, you know, from us. We respect when we when you like yo damn Snack sent a big list like can we give him a little bit more can we do something can we maybe give him more drinks can we do something so he feels uh, compensated for promoting as well
1: and that's a good promoter
0: you know what I mean but I don't think some people and correct me if I'm wrong do we do I have we not I love to, with you. There's you a reason to you yeah, know what I mean yeah. and so I think there's some people that like don't do that and don't recognize I'm not dumb like if I book snacks I understand what comes with that not just the music. I understand that there's going to be a list, right? But that's also why I think we book him and we want to have him a, a consistent night that is his. every The second of every month is his. Yeah. But, like, I think that comes with it. That's, like, the respect of, like, you know what? No matter what else you're doing, I'm going to do that because I understand that you're going to bring a list and everything that comes with it. But let's be honest. There's some DJs that don't have that pull. So, yeah, like, that's why, sure. like, it does need to be relative because – there's really good spinners like can control a crowd, but don't bring anything to the table. And I think today you need to bring something to the table. Like Yeah, for sure. You, you have can't to just be good at music anymore. So
2: so so if DJs had kind of a better position in terms of like kind of more pull on a night, yeah. don't you think that that would kind of actually like level out the, the market in terms of how many DJs? Because then DJs would be like, I would love to be a DJ, but I know I can't do this, so... I don't. Maybe yeah. Dj's not. It's for just me. It's yeah. yeah. It's just
1: like uh, everyone's getting pulled pulled into the same kind of mess. yeah yeah. Because because
2: right? that's my issue. Like if, if if you know, you just explained me from from your business side. From, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you book me, you get this. Yeah. But then I look at it and I'm like, okay. But then the next week, a dude who does half of what I do with half of the ability that I do it in yeah. is getting paid the exact same amount as I am. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's when I start getting, like I get mad triggered, like we have like, I, like I'm a, I think I'm an easygoing guy, but like yeah. if you know me, like, and I start talking about like kind of just where I think I fit in the grand scheme of things, I get really fucking pissed off because, cause I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm doing this and the extra, whatever I, st- I study, I practice, I like bring people, I'm talking to people, I'm networking yeah. and I am on the exact same playing field of someone that picked up a controller a year ago.
0: You know what I'm saying? You know, I think what the the tough thing is in in Boston is that because there's so many of them, right, and because there's no way of trying to control what you do and who you work with and how many promoters there are, imagine the scenario that you say, you know what, we're going to pay you more. And then now, right, there's other people I have to answer to when you are not on, like, if you're coming on a Friday Mm -hmm. and you're going to go work somewhere else on a Saturday, Mm -hmm. right, I no longer have leverage. Now the other person, I said, you know what? I booked snacks for X, Y, Z amount, which is higher. And now I want you to come play for lower, but still do the same amount of time. I know you may not be as good or bring as much. Then how's that conversation? So, so, now, so
2: it, it, it's more work for you or the promoter because now you have to explain money payouts to different people yes. based on their level, wha- yes. how you see them.
0: But also the availability too. But that that's a big factor because like mm. if you go somewhere else, And then I'm like, you know what? Like, a Saturday night, like, it doesn't require as much work to really get a party going, Mm. right? Like, maybe I pay you a little bit less because it's going to be popping regardless. Yes, Mm. can I keep them longer if you are, like, a snacks? But, like, I know it's going to be jumping. I just don't... The money conversation around DJing, it's easier to just standardize it so everyone just knows this is the base where I think the other people, the reason... How we look at as promoters of like how we provide that respect, the 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 once a month, right? The house DJs, stuff like that, I don't give that to everybody. Right, right, I give everybody a chance. I, I I'll I'll take ownership. I've put some people on in certain scenarios, yeah. maybe whether they're ready or not. But from a money perspective, I give everyone the same, but there's some people that get more than others for sure
2: this is gonna just me kind of poking at Mm -hmm. pushing buttons a little bit yeah yeah. i
1: disagree i agree partially right and yeah you i guess standardize it so you this kind of a basis i guess you could standard standardize the base pay right the minimum but if you want snacks there's a reason why you want snacks yeah and there's and there's a there's value to, to the to the name right and it's not so much of like how many people he's bringing physically? It's just it's kind of, it's kind of like a total package. Yeah. And kind of dipping my my um, <laughs> I mean we're just sucking my, me off now. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, loving yeah. this. <laughs> my my, my, expi- my experience <laughs> in other industries, right? I went from a local DJ to like mm-hmm. a, a a bass music EDM DJs. Yeah. You get booked and you what's your fee? How much do you charge? All right, so I charge what X amount, right? Six, right. whatever whatever you want to charge, and you get booked based on your fee. I, I understand how like locally it's a different scenario, but with social media, if you were to make a TikTok right now and go viral, right, right, and then now you want to promoter to book you now it, your pays up because you have leverage. Yeah. But yeah. why is that? Why is there no in between? Why do you got to go? Why do you got to go viral and be unreachable to the point where like mm. you're so viral you're gonna charge a thousand dollars? But that's
0: the beauty of it, right? Is that like let's be honest? I think in Boston the, the what maybe people are going to sugarcoat around is that what what who is that right besides the art of like playing music right who if we're really like i don't want to say that i don't care about like how good a dj is because i do but if you take that away and you still have the promoter that says you know what i'm going to bring all these people and they're going to spend money because realistically they're going to come yes do they maybe go somewhere else because another dj is better yes but the essence that they're not going to stop coming out so why do I now give my control to the DJ and let him dictate how much I pay?
1: Well, w- what about when they stop coming?
0: But that, I, I don't think that's a realistic thing to say that, like, all right, you know what? If snacks doesn't come on this night, we're not going to be successful. So, right. But, but couldn't but could the DJ, like, using me as the example, mm-hmm. like, so if I'm like, okay,
2: Ado says that they come no matter what and they stay because of the music.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: How about I kick out Ado? What if I go to man I mean I would never do this. Yeah yeah no, 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 no. and <laughs> then um <laughs> uh, what if I go to manager I'd be like yo that dude Ado fuck him they they they're going to come anyway Ado just said it I have it recorded they're going to come anyway mm-hmm. and they're going to stay because of me.
1: Mm-hmm. And they're like oh yeah yeah, yeah. And I think the, the the promoter sometimes gives themselves too much credit cuz like okay cool like the the, the, <laughs> the like like they're going to come like cool like the venue draws a lot of the people who come right. First of all people are looking somewhere to go you're 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 kind of just like the guy promoting showing the putting together the fun party that people want to come to but i feel like the dj is a really big part in that and you can still have a party without a promoter and and i get and i yeah like i think if the promoter leaves i guess in some instances the people might stop coming but i feel like if for example if there was a if there was at, at, a, at a gig and you know snacks was there and and snacks was the resident or some shit and the promoter's left i I think Snacks is probably in tune with the same crowd that they probably st- still keep coming. They'll probably have more loyalty to good music than to a promoter.
0: Ah, that's... I ah, see, that's where I think I'll disagree. That, like... I love this. I, I love yeah, this. You know, that, <laughs> like, to be honest with you, I don't think a night will run... I don't think there's any DJ in the city that will want to carry the burden of... The pressures of having right, to right. feel in no, yeah, the business aspect, yeah yeah, 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 the business aspect behind that it. Shit, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, to yeah. a small
2: extent, like, like like I, said, I was throwing, I was throwing my own parties, and like I was like, damn, this shit fucking.
1: Yeah, and and like and, like, and yeah. like the the risk, the responsibility, the bar minimums, like yes, all, that yeah, yeah. all that that you have behind sucks. the scenes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the just the liabilities. Um But I feel like there's a place there where where if you're if there's a DJ that's like, yo, listen, like I want to get paid, you know, this amount, and. There's obviously enough money being generated, yeah, of course, for them to for and it's I feel like a, and a smart promoter would be a good business move, like, oh listen, like this is how much you charge, obviously, if they something ridiculous, then you're not gonna give it to them, yeah, but yeah. I feel like there's a there's a place where cool, like this is how much you charge this' is gonna this is how much you can keep you happy, then cool, like let's do that and and but like i uh, i like I said, the, the pay has been the same for like ten years, so like but
0: let's 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 say for what it is. Let me ask you, as a DJ, let's do it. Both DJs, yeah. So why haven't you guys asked more? Let's let's really break down why. So I'll give my. So why haven't I asked for more? Yes, and so, then speak maybe to other DJs of why they they don't ask. So more. so there's there's
2: a few promoters that um, there's one that, uh, Scrap and I mutually know and have both worked for, where I was working with him for like three years straight, and my my, the parties were growing, I was the I did every single event. And, except you know, I'd get sick sometimes or so whatever. Yeah. Um. And by year three, I was like, "Yo, how have I not gotten a raise? Like, like how is how is my payment still the same? Like, I uh, and I pushed and I pushed on. Yeah. It. Like, I was just like, this makes no sense. Like, kind of what you're saying. You know what I mean? Your parties are growing. You're doing more of them. Yeah. And and now people like, now come like come because like they know the music's gonna be good. You're you yeah. know it, it's it's consistent. Whatever. Yeah. How am I not getting more money? And you know, gave me the runaround, blah, 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 all oh, because, you know, it's expenses and blah, 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 And I was just like, it, it's, it it didn't make sense for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have pushed back. But generally speaking, it's not like I do that to everyone because, you know, I I want to get my bookings. Like, like yeah. I, I take pride in my bookings. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, but then at the same time, having conversations like this with Scrap, like, that's why I started fuck was it you it might have been scrap who was like start throwing your own fucking parties and that was like the birth of of day one and like when we started doing, your um, stuff. doing my own stuff with uh with noel like and and it was and kind of uh, what i was just explaining before you walked in was i liked having that you know i have a night that's mine but then i i like that i can still hate turn around and do some other people's nights and like and i have the balance of like doing different kinds of stuff for different kinds of people blah 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 blah, blah. but i did like I c- it's not like I, c- I sit here and I complain as if I didn't do anything. Like I created my own night. Yeah, where, I, where I was the one in the meetings with, with the venue owners and yep. the managers trying to get shit popping in. Like I was the one fucking on Eventbrite and on f- doing ads and yeah like yeah. doing and all that and shit. And, like and not
1: every DJ should be a promoter either. Right. Not every DJ. But I feel like, you know, the DJ is a I'm DJ is is a promoter in a sense. So like it's a lot of just
0: you know, having them
1: get paid what they deserve
0: look i i I agree i i I don't want to come on here and be and and sound like i don't value yeah yeah exactly (laughs) and sound like i don't value and understand what role uh, uh, a dj has in making a successful night like you don't have a 500 person night to be honest with you without good music but it also doesn't come without the like the I think the, the mist, the, what's not being said is everything that comes before you have a good DJ. Right, right? Mm. It's like the building, the foundation. Because look, the clubs in Boston, let's say for what it is, they're not, they're not Miami. Because Miami, regardless of the promoter, people are going to come to that place because they understand stardom is going to be there. They're going to say, yes, music's going to be there. But just the buildings themselves are good. In Boston, the promoter can really change what people think about a building. Because let's just say on, on Fridays at Storyville, no one knew it until we really started going there. A lot of people went there and tried to be successful, but it didn't pan out, right? On Saturdays, everyone knew that it was the hottest night. Yeah. MVP went and turned that, that place up. So we had an <laughs> uphill battle before we could even get you guys, yeah. to, for, for even Snacks to want to come do, mm. be right, over there, yeah, right. right? I had to get it to a place where it was just like, okay, Snacks wants to put his name on a Friday night at Storyville where it was ghost town. Again, no disrespect to like I love I love that management team and all the, those guys, but it is what it is. Some yeah. DJs won't come and put their name on something before it's popping. Yeah. I know you wouldn't want to just go to a dead party, but you you play through anything. So yeah. with respect to you, I'm saying like to other people. Oh yeah. Sure. For sure.
2: Um no and I understand that and but I think I think this this it's not necessarily like the D- the DJ can will go in and do everything and the promoter like it's not kicking out the pom- I think I think the the perfect marriage or the perfect scenario is a team that is spearheaded by a DJ and like they they curate everything but they have that dude in the back that does the meetings that does the business that does the number you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. so it's a team I think that's the best case scenario, but I think it's it's really the issue of the separation of that middleman, right? The promoter that's now distinguishing how, how much, much they're getting, yeah. which is, you know, because if, if my issue is, if a promoter is like, hey, we had a dead night, I might have to short you 100. I'm like, okay, so now when there's a sellout night, you better add 100. You know, yeah, if we yeah. want to make shit relative, we'll make shit relative. Yeah, I, I, hey, I'm on I your agree. side. If you want to, hey, you can't pay me today because it was a dead night. Okay, I'm a remember when in a year, <laughs> like it, you and you you got your shit together and now yeah. you're doing sellout nights every week, yeah, I'm gonna need a rack. And, and yeah. think you know about it, saying? of like, course,
1: most promoters they're getting a percentage of the bar, yeah, right, and they're getting whether full door percentage of the door. So like, there's there's money there. There's there's money there for maybe the promoter has to like not make as much money that night or right. or whatever. But it's. It is a lot of of and th- and don't get me wrong, DJs got to do a lot of the the work themselves too. You can't yeah. just be a DJ now and and expect to get paid money. You have yeah. you gotta nearly be the fucking social media influencer and ha- you yeah, sure. So like, but like I said, if you were to create a TikTok and blow up, yeah, how much would you charge? <laughs> would you would your price go up?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, a thousand percent. Right. he would also alienate who would could book them, Let's be honest, because some people right. are not going to book that. There's, you, the, there's the, the fish. The
1: fish outgrows the pond in correct. that scenario. Okay, mm-hmm. but. If you're a really popular twenty-something year old with a lot of friends, that's that you're a micro influencer, right? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. you just should, you shouldn't get the base pay. You should get you know, uh, and you should also be all shouldn't also be held to like a guest list. I think like after a while, people will stop signing up to guest lists and come anyways. You add value to the night, so I feel like over that overall value needs to be appreciated. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, and this is kind of like a a guy that did it before. S- when it comes to the pay. And I feel like we're kind of stuck on that subject. But the the pay has been the same, right? The pay has been the same for a while. And I feel like it just needs to go up.
0: I agree. I think it can go up. But let me ask this for both of you guys. Do you not think providing, like, a residency is – we're basically guaranteeing yeah. a paycheck for you right. every single time. Yeah.
2: So, so yeah, so what you were explaining – so. And, and, but I think it's it's relative to where the, the DJ is in their career because yeah, if it's like... It turns
1: into exclusivity. Now you're exclusive to that one place instead of being somewhere else. Well,
2: it depends how you look at it. So, so like, like 24-year-old Snacks, like, I'm starting to like... Like, the word residency was, to me, was like... Foreign. I was like... No, but it, it was hot. Like, I was like, oh, oh shit. like you, I like wanted you, it because... Want it. Yeah. Especially when it's at a good high-profile spot because that that adds, uh, you know, just like... like social capital to me, you know what i'm saying? So and 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 i, saw, and, I and i realized that, yeah. you know what i mean? And yeah. so when you're like that. So i get what you're saying that it's that non-monetary like bump, you know what that i'm saying? That you like, also
0: kind of get because like yeah. i look at it like b's you on Fridays, right? Like we have big artists that come there, right? But those are also stemmed through the relationships and the investment from the owners that we had to go pitch like hey, listen, we're going to turn this night with our, all of our teams into this. All right, and so then now we have to start picking. All right, which DJ is gonna be there when we have the tie dollar signs, when we have those big bookings, when we have it's like all right, there's only a few that are even in the name of that, right? Him being one of them, and uh, several other ones that are definitely in that chase. But I think like those are some of the the things that we also provide that aren't like that can't be calculated by money. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah, At yeah, the yeah. same time though, so there's the example of like Young Snacks, like
2: love it, and I'm and I'm like, hey, I'm good for it. But then let's think of thirty three year old snacks. Bro, every if you don't know me, at that point, like I've been in the game fifteen years. If you don't know me, you don't like you, yeah. there's something wrong with you. Yeah. I don't need the residency anymore. Yeah. I don't need the social capital anymore. I have it. Run me my money. What I need is now. I probably have a family now. I have other things I want to work but on. Now I have but a those market. things, so like those, it's those all relative. So like, like being like, like, if you're like, hey, like I can't pay you more, but hey, how about I give you first Monday of every f- Monday, first Friday of every month? I'd be like, yo, I don't need that. What I need is money. You yeah. know, what I'm saying? So that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's all very different. And
1: in uh, the pay increase is probably just like a, like, a, like if you increase it like two hundred dollars or whatever it is, like it it makes a difference, right? It just yeah. hasn't moved since ten years ago. Yeah, which is like to me is like that shit makes no sense. So and, and that's kind of real, the real issue when it comes to that. And that's kind of then, like, why is the promoter making all the money? Or why isn't the promoter, like, brokering a better deal for the DJ since the DJ's put on his pedestal and he's the, con- he's the guy navigating the whole, the, the, the whole scene. And if, and if, God forbid, the music shuts off, all the weight falls on you, right?
0: Of course. Th- I mean, that's, that's the, that's, I also look at it from that perspective, being like, God forbid, right, someone pulls a plug at yeah. 12 o'clock. Not only am I hearing it from the owner, but the pockets hurt because, yeah, sometimes in certain venues they do give you a bar percentage. It's like, damn, that's an extra paycheck that could have covered X, Y, Z expenses. Um, I wonder, though, like, how do you, if everyone is just as good, right, like, how do you find those DJs that are now going to be separated to say, you know what, I'm going to pay them this? Right, because he has, I, I, I'm sure he could give us like a list of folks that he could be like, damn, like these guys are really like close to me, if not like, damn near near my skill set. So like, how do you determine that, right? Because it's it's going to be relative. He's going to think something, you know. Stans will yeah. think something. Um, you know, all these guys are going to think that they're the best and they deserve this. Mm-hmm. So like, what what else? How can I judge besides a guest list or besides like what you bring to the night? Because I know really good DJs that don't, like, on some nights, like, no one comes and asks for them. Right. And you're just like, and you look, right? At least I scan. I walk around, and I, I, I know when people come up. Like, Snacks doesn't have to tell me when there's certain groups of girls that are there or certain guys that are there. I understand that they're coming for him. Why yeah yeah, like, nice. yeah, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, and, and by the way right by there. the way yeah, he's hype I, I need to stop i need to stop gassing yeah you know? we gotta stop
1: gassing snacks yeah, yeah, this, 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 <laughs>
0: my, this is my damn show baby
2: yeah i know yeah. Just, we're, I, we're
1: and, 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 so, and to your point i think like the evolution of a dj has you know over the years has changed with social media i think being an influencer some sort of influencer matters right yeah. um You know why do you pay DJ Drama to go to your venues? Because it brings some type of clout and type of notorities. You know you're paying Mm him, whatever it is. I think that in on in a micro sense, you know, DJs themselves need to do that. You know you got to be on social media platforms. You got to have some influence. You got to you can't just be a DJ anymore to be really be popping. You Mm -hmm. have to you got to have a podcast. You gotta you gotta do everything. You gotta do everything right. So then I think I know the vibes. I think you take (laughs) you take that into account when it comes to. Maybe seeing who's worth more, but it's tricky, right? If you know, yeah.
2: guest list. I, I definitely see what you're saying. Like, yeah,
0: yeah and, I, and I agree. It's a. It, besides the guest list, how are you really judging that? Judging, you know right? what I mean? Yeah. yeah. This is the last thing I'll say about like just kind of pay thing. I think you guys are right that like certain venues need higher compensation, right? But there is there's venues I think now, uh, already have. It's like clout regardless of whatever DJ that you bring Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I think Bijou regardless in one night it is the name Bijou already has like a stigma that damn like I'm gonna come here regardless of you know any DJ right right same thing with you know I would say like a venue venue Saturdays right that that's just a a place that's it I don't want to badmouth any other venues but there's venues a little outside of just like the the heart of Boston that like I would truthfully be like yo snacks if you're djing here like let's i'll pay you more and and plus your guest list because i understand like it's a a harder pull to get them to go there
1: right yeah like i
0: I, I see a world of that i don't ever see someone being like established venues because they promoters also know what what leverage they have
1: Yeah, and I think the the job of the DJs starts establishing their leverage.
0: Yes. I I want, you know what, I want DJs to come push back so then I can also start understanding, like, what pushes one DJ from this class to the other class. Yeah. Because I I don't think promoters, like, promoters really understand, right? We can hear the music, you can hear their transition, but, like, I want to understand the art of it, and that's that's what's going to push me to be like, all right, you know what, he deserves 400, he deserves 800. Right. Yeah. But I don't I don't know enough about it besides just be like art, right, he shows up on time, he brings <laughs> a guest list. Like it's yeah. just the truth that yeah. just you but, that, but that's
2: why, why, like, that's why I'm, I'm like, why are you a promoter, bro? Not, not you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I look at some. Promoter, I'm like, why are you promote? You don't know shit, the first thing about fucking music. But <laughs> you, you know what I mean. But you dictate who, like, who's booking what. Like to me, like, there's some promoters that come into mind where I'm like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, like they'll, like they'll be like, yo, like they'll text me, yo, can you play this song? I'm like, yo, this song, this song was popping three years ago. Why yeah. the fuck would I play this song right now? Like, See, they don't know shit. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. like, so I'm like, and you're the guy who's judging djs to to book them next week like you know what i mean i'm like yeah this makes no fucking you're so out of touch like yeah like 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 you're gonna make another sexy saturday oh good job like you know what i mean bro i've <laughs>
0: seen that forever yeah it's it's, it's so it's that's exactly. what that's
2: that's sh- and then and, and my issue with with a lot of promoters is that they make things relative when it's good for them right mm-hmm. oh this venue's smaller so i can't pay you what i pay you at the other venue because that, that holds a hundred people more Okay, but when shit's so then when shit's sold out, then make my pay relative too. That's and, my and, issue, and, with it.
1: and that makes I mean that makes sense because like owning a management company, and when I when I toured and and, and I dealt with uh having these negotiations okay. with promoters, you know the the offer sheet that you get as an artist, they that you know you get all the information, you get the venue capacity, how much tickets are gonna be sold for, and right. then your management team can gauge of right where the what, wh- what to charge right right. I think that it's that's not applied in this scenario, but it maybe should, right? It maybe should sure right. that there's more more capacity. Right. The yeah. other DJ has to control more of a crowd because right. it is an art form and it is a science. 100. Yeah, right. um, so maybe that'll be a w- that's yeah. a way for. I wish
0: yeah. I wish more promote. Uh, for me, I I knew what we were gonna do for a year, right? Regardless of how good our nights was, I was able to factor how many events I needed to do a month, even if there was a hit on event. To basically understand this is the science to get to this number, right? Mm. I thought about it exactly like that. Uh, whereas I don't think it. I don't think a lot of people do because I don't right. I think people think this industry is just fun and games like you right. know I bring people out they don't understand what really gets people out all this stuff yeah. so and a lot of guys are in it for the quick cash they don't think yes. longevity yes yep. Yep. you right. know what I mean yep. so that's wh- that's who I think we're we're talking about um, I also just don't think Boston is uh, like. We get squeezed from venue owners. We talked a little bit about it last time. So, like, of course, everyone's mm-hmm. trying to hold their dollar. Right. Like we're talking yeah. about one of the grimiest industries because everyone's trying to get to the top and make their dollar. And if they're not businessmen or businesswomen, you're not. They're gonna do everything they can because I was a promoter too. I worked for people and I, I could see how much money was being made. Right, yeah. But I'm out here making fifty dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. Nah. Like, so then when you get to the thing, you're at first you're like, damn, let me hold this. But then you realize, like that, that's not going to work long, like for the long term. Right. right then you yeah. have to give everybody a little bit more money. Yeah. But that's just my thought process. I'll I'll never hold out on someone making more money. Someone asked me, like, "All right, cool. Like, this is what I can judge on right now. If you can't do that, I think the industry is going to evolve for sure. Yeah. I, th- I hope so. Yeah, least. I hope so too. Because I mean, yeah.
1: Boston seems to be a little like. Behind, and, behind. <laughs> and a lot of a shit, lot, a lot of <laughs> shit. So hopefully it does catch
2: This is up. this is. You you walked in the perfect time. Um, but we have more to talk about. ado love you, <laughs> love you, brother. Appreciate um, you having me coming on, I, man. I appreciate everything you do for this podcast and for me. Love
1: you. It's your mom's birthday, right?
0: Yeah. Happy Shout birthday. Out. Happy Shout out to moms. Shout out to moms.
2: Shout out moms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right,
1: don't no, get out of here. Yeah, um, <laughs> and also this also this doesn't have to be like a bashing promoter. because yeah. I know. But that's why but that's why but when
2: he walked I was like, uh, cause it could we could have easily just sat here and been two bitter DJs bashing for that's so why I was like, get the promoter in here and let's talk. Yeah, you know, and yeah, this yeah. this was an awesome conversation. Um and, and opened a lot of perspective and 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 I, that's what I love about this podcast, besides that it's mine, um, <laughs> is there's so many people, whether they just be, you know, just beginners or people that do go out a lot you know, the club rats, whatever, but they don't know the the money. They don't know the business. They don't know how the, the, the hierarchy of the politics of it. Yeah. And so I, I love that. We just had that conversation to be able to just yeah, bring a lot of things. And, down. and
1: the DJs don't get me wrong. The DJs got to put a lot in a lot of work themselves. Like yeah. you constantly need to outwork and out prove your, se- Oh, uh, you know, over deliver, you know, absolutely. DJs like this DJs, like, um, a guy that I really respect is hustle Cisco, right? Guys that like yeah. you, like you, you build, you build the company around, you y- you being a DJ, so now you're like, okay, cool. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go DJ, but then I got this squad that's gonna promote and bring in X amount of people. You know, 50 people at 20 bucks, that's a thousand bucks. So like, I'm general, you know what I'm saying? So you have that leverage, and I feel like DJs need to think think of themselves more as a business versus I'm just a guy playing at a club. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: Cisco. Yeah, he's he's a smart man. Yeah, he's a smart ass guy, and uh, I get him, I gotta get him on this bitch too. Oh yeah, you um, should, yeah he's a he's a like he like
1: (sighs) and and i think in his development was a lot having that chip on his shoulder like he wasn't getting booked in boston so he's like Mm -hmm. fuck it i'm gonna go up north call myself the king of the north and and kill it and 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 run it and and then do all these things where wherever cisco goes he's gonna out maybe you know maybe not on the decks but as far as like like, like you feel his pre- like when he's you there, you feel, feel the it. presence, yeah, you right? Feel it. And yeah. that generates an, into dollars, which yeah, is, which yeah, is kind of the bottom line for the, the whole night. Yeah. So I feel like more DJs need to do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I think he is, um, the on the pedestal in terms of Massachusetts of of what a lot of DJ younger DJs look should, like, yeah, like. Should you know yeah, should I mean? yeah, exactly. And, and 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 he deserves it. You know, he puts so much work, money, and 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 he's a smart like yo. He pushed it, and I'm like, God fucking damn, like. Yeah, d- and in he's invest- leveling up. Like invest, yeah, investing in yourself. Invest- uh, yeah, you know, register yes.
1: yourself as a business. Like, you know, take care of your money from day one. You know, a lot of guys don't know. And a lot, of it's prior to COVID, I was telling guys like, "Yo, you should like register. You should like LLC your shit, mm-hmm. or like you should you know re- get an EIN. Get you know mm-hmm. get get your yep. paperwork right, because so, there's these benefits for small businesses that you know that. Now during COVID, you could have gotten this loan to right. Ride, you could write it out. You could expense your equipment, your yep. gas, all that. Yep. And I, a lot of guys don't know that.
2: I didn't know that, and uh, I spoke to a Fat Kid, Danny. Oh He's yeah. the one who told me all that like two years ago. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah it's definitely so. You got to start seeing yourself more as a business. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, yeah, shout out to Cisco. Um, a lot of stuff he's doing, but um. He also has never booked me, so fuck Cisco at the same time. <laughs> Just kidding, uh, Cisco. <laughs> I'll meet you up. I'll meet you up and get this on. He's probably not even listening. But um, <laughs> yeah, everyone, uh, check out Cisco and what he's everything he's doing. He's doing a, a ton during COVID. Like, and that's the thing. Like, a lot of people see COVID as like, oh, this is the reason I'm gonna chill, or this yeah. is the re- like. I'm like, yo, you should be doing way more because yeah, it's and, COVID. and and you know not I mean? and you
1: know I got my love for Cisco and that motherfucker works like a Mexican bro <laughs> yeah. and he's consistent bro he's <laughs> he he's, is Mexican by the way so yeah, he's that's Mexican, why we can yeah, say that <laughs> he's he's hella consistent yeah. he's um yeah you know he's he's always doing shit and i feel like that's what you need to do you constantly need to out of sight out of mind someone told me that once like if you're out of sight you're exactly. out of mind the world keeps moving absolutely you may be sitting there just scrolling through your instagram watching other people but nobody's watching you so absolutely. it's a very content driven industry um and do like with things like TikTok and all this shit. Like you, I mean, it's it's weird, bro. Like for me, it's like fuck. Like, I'm I'm this guy that was a DJ. Now I started making like bass music, and like, do I really gotta get on TikTok? I don't want to be doing no mm. stupid dances, you know. But you yeah, have to, you have to. That's f-
2: what I'm struggling with right now too. You have
1: to find, but uh, one thing that's worked for for a lot of the guys that I manage, and it was a, a strategical thing that fucking worked out really well was, uh, producers finding their own way to become viral. So I what I told a couple of my guys was was um. Like, yo, show snippets of you making music of how you made this drop. Right? Those like quick, like two, yeah. three second ones. Uh one one of the guys made this um Blaze, a shout out to Blaze. Yeah, I, I see you post this stuff he, a lot. He, he made stuff. uh he he made this like house remix to and uh, Eminem song and he just showed some like quick bits and that shit went viral on TikTok. You know, they they there's this other girl that I'm actually going to Mexico after leaving here. Um I'm gonna go meet up with this artist I just signed. This uh, Her name is Ray She's a female uh, DJ. She makes house music. And she what she did was that, you know, in in our countries, right, there's, like, uh, the you know, there's people outside selling empanadas or whatever, and they're, mm. like, yelling or, you know. Mm. And sh- there was this truck that every time they picked up the trash, they rang this little bell. Right? And she sampled it? So she went out and sampled it. Oh, love it. She sampled it. She, like, showed the process a little quick, and she fucking went viral.
2: Yeah, because it's, th- I mean... But that's the thing, like that's real talent and creativity, like like that's
1: the shit that. But yeah, that's but pop I thought out. I thought about you a lot when when you were doing those transitions when you were doing the um, the tone plays. Yeah. Like you can snip that up and yeah, and put that up on TikTok and it could probably go viral. <sighs> I know. And If it does go viral, I won't. So
2: credit. so uh, <laughs> so I have like three, two or three transitions that are up right now, and they both like flopped, and like like I was Flop ready where? to on TikTok. Oh, okay. Like 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 I was like like there was a point especially like you know during COVID where I was like you know I was in, just locked in my room So you transit. stopped. Make- well, so 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 I you know I talked to my little sister who's on the, like and I was like teach me like teach me how it is. like I didn't understand anything about it. Mm-hmm. Like teach me what does this mean? Like is there a hashtag like is there a hashtag stuff like that. And so I posted one and it did like okay it got like 500 views, which isn't
1: good on TikTok. Well, I mean? it's 500 views from people that I don't really know. Right,
2: them. right, right. And then I do another one which was better. Mm-hmm. It was like 200 views. And I was like, ugh. like I was just very annoyed and like and I and honestly like I gave up. Like I haven't posted since like July.
1: Yeah, you got to push through that, yeah. bro. You yeah. got to push through it and keep going. I mean, consistency is key. Yeah. And if you know you have talent and and you can never be you can never be an artist and dictate the market. The market is going to tell you what's hot. Mm. You know, the market is going to tell you what works and what doesn't. All, all you are is some guy throwing shit up against the wall and seeing what sticks. Right, and if right. you got the, if you got the, the gift, the innate gift that you're born with, that this drive to make music, then just fucking go full force and keep making it, and and don't, don't deter yourself, don't, don't measure yourself by anyone else's standards, especially online, bro. Social media, you can't, you can't measure yourself up against likes because a lot of that shit's fake. You, you can't. You just have to, you know. As an artist, your art is music and if you like it and you do it because you love it then put it out there and like I said, have no expectations, see what happens. And more likely than not, on, especially on platforms like TikTok that are still so organic and their, their algorithm is to push what's viral. And if you go viral, they try to make you more viral. It's not like right. Instagram that's very ad driven where it's right, like right, you, know, right. you got to spend money to, to be seen. Yeah, It's still super organic and you just have to push through it and, and you have to be consistent. Like, if you're not consistent, you you have to, you just have to keep going. You Absolutely. have, especially now during COVID, bro. Like, you yeah. have to, like, when you stop doing the, the mixes and shit, I'm like, yo, dude. Did you
2: got yeah, you? this, so on my birthday, uh, Scrap FaceTimes me at, like, I don't know what time. Like, it, it was right before you started working. It, it, was, it was, like, 8.45 like, like in the morning. Yeah. And and gave me this exact same speech that he just said right now. Like, he was... <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's on <laughs> Uh <laughs> um, uh fuck. Uh, where were the, uh, he gave me this exact same speech, and he was and, he. And he I mean, you were big brother. You know, you're being a big brother. Like, you were like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, it was what I needed to hear. Um, and you, yeah, you're talking about consistency and content and everything, because, yeah, I mean. I, I do a lot, you know, especially, you know, started doing the pockets, but then I dropped something else. Right. And and so I, I, not that I give up easily, but like, if I find that if I spend more time on one thing that I know is going to grow well, I might just stop putting time on another thing. And you're like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why are you, cause you're,
1: you're talented, dude. So like when I see talent, not go to w- go to waste, yeah. but like, I hear you. you. Misguided, or just because I'm on the other side, right? Because I I manage these artists and I know what it takes to get these guys to tour and to like, if you really want to be known, uh, like nationwide and stuff like that, you want to play in all these in other states. There's there's a bar you need to hit, Mm -hmm. and it and it's not, it's not as easy as like, oh, I just know how to DJ or I'm a good DJ and people enjoy my music at a club. Like that's that was the bar years ago, right? Now it's it's you need to to be on all these platforms. You need a grind, bro, and it's a fucking grind. That's mm-hmm. that's like, you know, if if you want to if you want if you want to live off of this for the rest of your life, you have to work, you know, more hours than than you will work on a nine to five. Yeah, you got to put in the time, and um, and it, it you're competing. On social media made it so like the competition, bro. You're competing against millions of people. Just, just in, just in this country. So mm-hmm. it takes a lot of work. And when I see, t- when I see guys like, and and I don't really like this, this, you know, I have a lot of DJ friends, but there's, you know, there's not a lot of guys that I, I really, kind of like push. And you're one of them that, that yeah. like, if, if, dude, I that getting that call from
2: you like on my birthday, like you were, like low key roasted me, but it was like what I needed to hear. And I like we, I left that call and I was like, damn, like that's why. And since then, like, like I was expecting like, starting a weekly mix that I'm putting out every, like, gonna put out weekly mixes now of just like just showing yeah. my talent and my vibe or whatever. And like, that's all beca- like, and I've like, like I'm working on an artist with a, like a graphic artist to do the artwork for that. We're, you know, we're going to, it's going to be custom every week, blah, 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 blah. like we're put, like I'm putting time and money behind it now. And, uh, it was all because of like the conversation we right. had. Yeah.
1: I'm glad. And and there's a lot of just marketing and a lot of behind the scenes things that, that take to make, you know, that, that you know, there's a lot of more that takes to make an artist, you know, grow and and mm-hmm. a lot of like, um, I'm, I'm like huge on Facebook on ads, bro. Like, yeah. I've made so much money off of ads and been able to target so many people via ads. That and it's something that I learned on YouTube. I learned it on YouTube, and you know, there's there's nothing better than you being able to target the snacks fans and be, and you know, and not not necessarily put up a post on IG and hit that promote button, but have the data where you create an audience in f- in in a uh, Facebook Ads Manager that this is the audience and you know exactly where they're from, what their age is. From, you know, these are the people that like, that clicked on Snacks' Twitch live stream, right? So then you have this group of people that you can be like, "I ah, cool, I just started a, a mix series. So you can target these people and, and your spend is gonna be way cheaper because it's, it's actually targeted. You're not telling Instagram to guess, right? You're, you're, um, you're giving that information and that's just a lot of things that I feel like DJs should learn. Because if not, then you gotta pay a marketing agency to do that, yeah. right? And that's what it takes to grow. And, and get out of the city and play out of state and do all these things um and i feel like a lot of guys don't know that and 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 i'm a guy that i feel like i learned it and i, l- I want the world to know like if and so it's funny because everyone that i meet i'm like yo that, that i respect i'm like yo you are you like are you running any ads for your shit no? like you should bro like i got you i'll show you how like and I'm, I'm never really s- i'm not selfish with my information I, i'm i'm a giver bro in that sense and especially when it comes with guys with talent bro I, like like I said when I met you I was like yo this kid's gonna gonna do some shit and, and I want you to do some shit cause I was able to do that shit and get out and, and really live off of music I've been living off of music for 12 years now I'm 32 right and 12-13 mm. and years just based on music and all my income is music driven and I don't even DJ yeah do you miss DJ? I know like you were like yeah I got tired of it and um what? I I still love it it's still a passion I do miss it um I'm just—you know, I've—luckily, something told me when I moved to Columbia that if I, I knew that if I wanted to live off of music for the rest of my life, I needed a foundation, right? I needed some sort of income, some foundation of of of, uh, of money, right? Because you need money to live. And I want to be able to take the gigs that I want to take. I want to be able to, to not have to go play a gig because I need money. Mm. I want to have some sort of foundation where— where um, you know I had these businesses, so I built these businesses. I took two three years off of DJing to build these businesses, and and you know now during pandemic those businesses have pretty much fed me through. Right. So now I I know that if I want to make music for the rest of my life, I I um. Thank you. No tags, right? <laughs> yeah, no tags. We need a sponsorship. Um, <laughs> I knew that I I don't want to work in nine to five because I'm I haven't worked a nine to five in years and, yeah. and I know that I needed some sort of income so I think now this year actually I was putting about putting out a bunch of music at the beginning of the year yeah getting ready to tour and then COVID happened mm. uh, but I do miss it I do miss it and it, it's something playing and having fans and playing shows it's 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 a high that it's a feeling that's dope and it's and yeah, it's better when it. yeah you can't describe it and it, it, it's a it's a good feeling when people know you and they like you. And you could get to travel. I, I love traveling, bro. So, getting to travel and getting paid to travel and 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 just playing, doing your jo- your passion for uh, for like as a as a hobby for the rest of your life and and getting you know, getting paid right. for it. It's, it's, it's a dream. Yeah, yeah, it's a dream. So
2: now being on the management side of things, how much time are you putting till pr- to producing? Still, are, is it 50-50 or are you definitely uh, prioritizing why, why is it
1: prioritizing one? yeah so i have a team i have managers i have like employees that work in in on in the label and on the management team um management company um i do spend a lot of time on that and i i still produce produce is kind of like my uh producing is kind of like just my i have fun you know there's no rules when it comes to bass music that's a beauty there's yeah there's you know the there's no rules i've made songs in four hours that have gone viral yeah. in, in on their platforms and then I've spent a week on a song and it flops. Yeah, yeah. So it's v- and it's very much, um, it's your art. It's just do what you feel. Don't don't care about what o- anyone else thinks. Just do it for you. And and uh, and so it's like it's liberating, bro. It's it's and it's something that that I want to be proud of when I'm like 80. and I could go back and listen to my own shit and know that I was self taught right. and know that like I did all these things. And and it's it's like yeah, it's it's like yeah. my own little like gallery.
2: If you're into guys, if you're into bass music at all. Like heavy shit, like yo, you and you haven't listened to scraps. Like, like I'm not saying this because he's my friend. and That he's like, he has some really, really dope shit. And it's crazy because, like, when we would go around, like when you were here a lot, like we, like, we would run into people or like my own friends would be like, yo, like I'm a fan of you. I can't believe. And I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, that's, that still shoots <laughs> me out. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, like, like like I'll have like friends who are like are like fanboying over you, and, really I'm, like, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And I like they'd be like, yo, like I listen. Like, how did you make this? And I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, so no, so everyone, like, definitely check out his stuff. He has insane, insane music. Like, I just don't. I've been in sessions with you, like, I've been to your studio or like been in studios with you, and like, you'll just open shit up, and I'm just, and you just start playing, and I'm like, how? like, the sound design is like insane. And like, how much shit do you have in the vault right now? If you, if you could put a number on it,
1: uh, a lot of just things that I should have released that I just never did. I have a lot you of, you show um, me mad,
2: like completely finished shit, And you're like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do with this. And I'm like, bro, yeah, it just, it's, just it's, it
1: it's <laughs> part of being an artist. You, you're your own biggest critic. Right. Um, I have a lot of edits for like sets, uh, to make myself sound different mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than everyone else. Uh, the EDM based music industry is very much on like how your set was, you know, you have an hour to play an hour. And yeah. It's usually never really over an hour. Maybe if you're a headliner, you get like two hours. Yep. Um, so it's very curated towards like specifically like where you're going to play like geographically. Like if you're if you're like uh, playing the East Coast, you you may want to play more East Coast hip hop in yep. your sets and make these edits mm-hmm. or blends. Um, yep. If you're down south, it's more like dubsteppy. So you in your L.A. it's more like, you know, maybe a little bit more commercial. It's you know, mm-hmm, th- every mm-hmm. region has this thing. So it's very uh, set driven o- o- on where you are. Uh, but as far as th- I have a bunch of stuff, I'm always working on music. I'm always just starting ideas. Yeah. Uh, that I got to really work on hard on finishing, but I, you know, yeah. I, got, you know, I, I got a lot going on as far as like running everything else, but music is like my escape. And that's something I'm going to do till I die. Mm-hmm. Like uh, God, you know, until my ears keep working and I, hopefully I don't lose my hearing early. Um, I'm going to be doing this shit and you're going to be hearing my shit and you're going to, and, and it's basically, it started off. I started off as a Latin DJ I caught the fucking bass EDM bug, and I'm kind of like transitioning to other shit now. Like mm-hmm. I just I w- forever evolving and just making music. I love it. Yeah, so I'm gonna make music for the rest of my life.
2: Yeah, every time you drop some shit, I'm like always super excited to hear. Like it's always right. it's always fire. I still love uh the whipped cream. Uh, oh yeah. Remix. I oh word, word When yeah, you, yeah. you drop, I was like, yo, I I played that shit a lot. That shit was so, so fire. Yeah. Uh, I love I love that uh remix
1: you did. Um. So so wha- what's up? With you? Are you you you're kind of getting into it, right?
2: it's it's a slow burn man um crazy on edits like uh, 200 300 edits probably That's That's right now though. and like i would say in in a in a full club set 75% of what i play is an edit that i made you know what i mean and i
1: heard the conversation on the the podcast where uh, rico yeah, yeah, about yeah. like sharing or like yeah DJ i AM don't know do <laughs> you think i should just share them all i or? was i was one of those dj am guys Really? Like, yeah bro why are you looking at my <laughs> shit?
2: <What laughs> I didn't know it at? was even a thing.
1: Yeah, I, that's been a thing for a while. I didn't know. Yeah, you, uh,
2: it's great. I mean, I, I like I get it. Um, it's just funny. Uh, I got I, don't I know, mean like,
1: share. I mean, obviously you you can share your shit, but like why would you, why would I give you something to make you sound like me? Exactly. I'm uh, keeping my leverage. That's what I'm saying. And and people and guys gotta be so being so sensitive, bro. Like this is a this is a industry where we're all cool, you know, you know, we all work together and shit. But you know, I'm, yeah, it's it's it's
2: like giving Giving my competitor my ammo. Yeah, it's like you know a know chef mean?
1: giving another chef their recipe. Yeah, exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, that was a funny conversation. I mean, yeah, I mean they they just dropped their their um, edit pack. I have it. Oh word. You know what I mean? Like Yeah,
1: shout out to them. Yeah, shout the out to pack. them.
2: Check check out their, their, their edit pack. Um A and G edits, I think. Um but check yeah, check out Recon Sticks from um uh I think at this point it will be two episodes ago. Um yeah, check that out. Um but yeah, I mean it's you know i'm on splice got mad sample like for me i i just really struggle with original like just create creating something original and and and, like i'll have an idea and you know i'll be on youtube and trying to figure it out and 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 it's been tough but you know i've gotten good at edits. like people hit me up to make them make edits for them are you on ableton yeah um i actually need to talk to you because um I can just do it right now. Um, <laughs> Are we talking? Yeah, now? yeah. yeah. Um, because, well, it's it's a funny favor that like it's a, it's a fa- so okay. <laughs> so Ableton's super expensive. Yeah. So you were there when I cracked it three years ago. Yeah. We were in a studio with an, with a. Uh, I'll say his name. Fuck it. We we're we we're with Xander. Yo, yeah, um, yeah, And yeah. and he has tracks now. God, bro. But Let's I go. cracked like like he gave me his Ableton, Word. and I've been using it ever since, right? Mm-hmm. I get a new computer, transferring everything over, and I d- and I didn't have the key, mm-hmm. right for t- for Ableton. So obviously I hit up Xander, and I'm like, "Yo, bro, like, just got a new computer. You know what it is? Like, can I have the key?" And he was like, "Yo, like, cause he's used it on multiple. Mm. So like, it was like, ma you know what I'm saying? It was maxed out in terms of things.
1: Um, can I have your Ableton?" <laughs> Yo, I, honestly, I've never paid for it. I y-
2: you, yeah, you're the king of like finding ways. Yeah, I do need that. a key though.
1: Yeah, I can give you a website <laughs> where you can just download it, a cracked version, and it'll just work forever. Perfect. Like, no key, no nothing. Perfect,
2: perfect. Yeah, I need it because, because I'm, I'm, k- I've kept my old computer literally just to use
1: Ableton now, yeah. which is I'll, a waste. I'll, ways, you know I'll I mean? hook you up with like a site where you can get like the splice ship for free, like
2: a yeah. Free. The, the thing that annoys me about fucking splice is like you can't pause it. Like, like say if I like close the membership, like you don't have access. Like, because oh, yeah, you, you know how the yeah, credits credit, build yeah. like crazy. Like if I just have a month where I don't touch it, yeah, get mad credit, and I'm like. But then if I kill the membership, like I mean, it's
1: smart. That's how they keep yeah, the I'll money, bro. G- Dude, I've never paid for sample packs. I've never paid for any software or plugins. Like I know, p- I know places. I'm kind of like I've always been like this, like techie into yeah, computers shit. Yeah, and yeah, I you know are. how to like uh, I n- I, f- I luckily I found places where you all the shit that you pay for you get it for free. Yeah, so yeah, I'm we okay. da- I'm Yeah, we definitely gotta
2: talk off the record. But, but yeah, I need, I need a, I need a new I need a new Ableton or Ableton key on yeah. my, my new computer. So I can sell my old computer. But anyway, um, yeah. So still Ableton, and, and I've definitely like from definitely when I first opened, it, obviously like definitely way better at it. I understand it more. Um, I can make, um, like I'm working on um, an intro for ADO for something. You know, um, I was able to make like five like you know ten second beats
1: like. How old? are you? And, Like, how old am I?
2: Yeah, uh, I just turned twenty six.
1: Oh word. Yeah. So, I mean, is you can learn it. It's it's all about like just doing it strapping down yeah it's like yeah, a, it's yeah. like going to the gym bro it's like you yeah i mean i i i fucking did it to my eyes blood bro like yeah. I, honestly there was i remember times where i was i was i always been very driven and i think it was very anxiety driven to like get towards a goal and or finish a song where like i remember my mom would come in and she like hey, get some coffee <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like three o'clock in the morning and i wouldn't yeah. sleep and i'm just like going over like the sound and, and and trying to finish a song like okay this is finished and then like doing that and like just watching videos Constantly learning and it, it is like going to the gym. And producing is easy if you if you you have a good ear, if you mm-hmm. know what's hot, and you have like, you don't necessarily need to know music theory because I don't know music theory. Yeah, um, I don't. I'm That's not. what
2: amazes me about you because like I w- I will have the idea and I'm like okay if I have two different things like if, if I'm like, like let's say I want to make a bass to match um like. Like, some synths I put down or some mm-hmm. keys I put down. Like, like you were saying earlier, like,
1: the technicality of it, they have to be in the same key or whatever. Right. Like, they have to at least Wait, um, use match. Wait, <sighs> <Like sighs> I've made Like. Dude, I've made songs that are out of key that have, have been hits. Like, well, quote-unquote yeah. hits. Like, it worked. Right, 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 right. And, and, you know, like, and that's, like, not, that was early on. Right. And, and um, but as long as it sounds good, like, overall, the overall production, if it sounds good, some you know, someone will like it. And you just learn as you go. You know, the, and there's tools too. There's plugins that you know. I remember I had a made a media keyboard and I put the, the key up, I with the sticky I wrote them down on the keys. Right. And I would uh like stick notes on like reminders. The there's a, the Camelot wheel. Yep. 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 That um that helps. So you don't necessarily know. I mean, if you know how to play the piano, that's you have an advantage. Yeah. Just the right chords advantage. and oh, you can like go in. Like that's just, I'm like trying to figure out a co- like one chord. But learning like. it is also it's also awesome. it's not that hard. You can YouTube it. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, for okay. sure. It, it's
2: definitely something I need to out. It's funny because um, someone you worked with in the past, Moses. Like I was talking to him. This is Moses the Beast. Here. Moses is fire. Moses Anytime beast. he puts out an edit or an edit pack, I need it. Like yeah, he, he's so so good, so talented. Um, but I was talking to him once, and I was just, and he was just like, "Yo, like you're like a good DJ," and I was like, "You're an insane producer." Like, and I said, "I wish I could be like that." And he literally like pauses, stares at me, and goes, "What? Why don't you?" And I was like. Bro, I remember, and it was one of those things where I was like, "Fuck, why dude!" Don't I remember
1: it? me and Moses, and you know Danny D say, and another homie named Star Trek, where we would be in my small ass room on my like fucking cheap ass computer, like just trying to finish songs, like and it was in. We just learned as we went, and you can t- how shitty fucking these bound 2 and all these, but it's the idea that matters, right? We 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 had enough taste good taste where yeah. we're like yo this would sound good like this we chop and it was just chopping samples and moving it and 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 learning as we go so it's not the, the separation between w- w- what you know and what i know is not much it's just that i've maybe gotten more comfortable with what i know and you're and for you is uncharted territory that you
2: need mm-hmm. to learn mm-hmm. it's funny that bound to edit is probably one of your most fit uh like well-known like i like s- I'd say like dj BPM. edits yeah, yeah, yeah like like um and it's funny how you always like every time I bring it up, you're like, Oh my god, that shit's so, it's so bad. It's so bro. bad. It's so but bad. yo, I so you know, me being me, like I troll and hound for edit packs. Yeah. Like other people's that like I it's funny, the guy who doesn't give give them up, I look for everyone else's. Yeah. Um I opened one yesterday that was an edit of You're Bound to Oh really? Like it was just like like he just like I think extended the intros or whatever, did yeah, something, yeah. like move things around. Mm-hmm. And I like laughed. Like I was like, I'm literally seeking tomorrow. Like <laughs> and it, like that that edit is everywhere. Like and people were playing that Actually, edit.
1: I think that hit on like DJ City it hit like number one on the like such everyone hard thing was playing at that time. It. Yeah.
2: And, and it's and it's true, like what you're saying, like the taste of it, like production wise, it m- maybe wasn't a one. But the Definitely. like what you're doing in the club and a third, like that's the part that everyone wanted yeah. and that's what the edit had. You yeah. know yeah, what I'm and, saying?
1: And that's like the beauty. Like when you edit shit, you know like I mean, you could take little snippets and turn them into co- you flip them into completely different things. So, right. I remember when we did that twerk music was like big. And yeah. And I kind of yeah. missed that. Uh, that that, that era. era. Yeah. But it's funny because like people try It's coming th- back, bro. Like I mean, it's anyway. In, a way, in yeah. a way, um, it's c- you know, and and I think that being an open format DJ or urban DJ, you have a lot to play with, like a lot of vocals, a lot of um, yep. you know, moving things in certain areas, like a lot of shit that they do in DJ City, where they do like. Those slam intros where it goes yep. straight into the hype part, or yep. um, yep. or the acapella outs, or things like that. Does I go
2: crazy with acapella ins and outs like that. Yeah. But that's I feel so like, like
1: anyone can have that, but not anyone knows when to play it or how to play it, or, or you know, the guys that are doing those things are are creative and they, you know, they're making tools for DJs. And I feel like the creators <laughs> of that are, are are creating you know tools for other guys. And I feel like if you if you have that, you know, kind of that gift, you should keep doing it and it's not that hard bro it's <laughs> it's really not that hard
2: <laughs> no I, I I get it it's, it's something I need to strap down and 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 work on I also say that about scratching I'm trying to get better at scratching
1: um, yeah I'm not that g- i'm I'm okay uh, uh, respect to like other guys that kill it bro this yeah this so like
2: when I had sticks like i've I've been hitting' oh, I'm trying, I'm
1: trying I'm trying to get uh, sessions with sticks and
2: like I'm like yo make me make me good <laughs> like so I, I think'm I think I'm gonna see him on Wednesday
1: I think and um, that's a, that's another muscle that's like Teaching your hands how yeah. to like muscle memory. So so
2: I can do it on my right. It's my left that like it's. It, I try doing it and it doesn't connect. You know what I mean. So that's something. I another thing I want to strap down. Yeah. Really
1: get on it. Um. It's discipline, bro. If, yeah. If you want it bad enough, you'll do it. Exactly. Yeah. What's
2: What's next for you? How's the future looking?
1: Um. Good. I mean, prior to COVID, I was gonna. I was planning on going back on tour. Uh. As of now, like I said, I'm I'm here for a little bit. Then I'm gonna go go to Mexico and meet some um. Sorry, <laughs> I thought she I thought was waving at me. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Um I'm gonna go there and and uh meet with these artists and just expanding. I mean I I'm I'm quiet on social media. Yeah. Uh I try not to like consume too much from other people's th- other people's what they're doing. Uh I try to like just create and like uh, create and post instead of like being um being influenced by like what uh, someone else is doing. It ha- I was becoming very affected by that uh, a few years ago where I was, like, judging myself based on oth- what other people were doing. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to get off of social media and just work on creating shit that I can put out to the world.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yo, Ada's a- on one today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, now nah, besides that, bro, just... I mean, I'm glad I'm here. I'm here. Um, any any DJs that are listening, that you, that you need any help with anything, hit me up. Uh, if you need help, like just guidance or figuring your shit out during COVID, let me know. I mean, that's kind of what I do. And the I know I consult yeah. with guys and just help them out. Where can they find you? Where can they hit you up? Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram at scrap. It's S C R V P uh, A's upside down V. Mm-hmm. Um, hit me up there. I'm responsive. Uh, I mean, I, I post every once in a while, but. I'm just, like, behind the scenes working, bro. Like, yeah. I'm writing a book. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I forgot to mention you that You see this, dude? Yeah. You Mine. see... I, hold on.
2: Let me... Before we go into, into you and your fucking novel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you see the guests I come up with, Ado. I, you see my guests, bro. I get good guests. The content is crazy. Get me a sponsor. Everyone, <laughs> like and review. Share this bitch right now. I Look at... Scrab is writing a book.
1: Yeah, I think I think uh, uh, a future goal. One of my goals when I first started producing, wanted producing, I was like I wanted to win a Grammy, and that's still kind of a goal down the line. But I want to um, write a book. I'm trying to like get a bestseller somehow, and based on my experience, it's very personal.
2: Is, is it a um, like? Is it a novel or is it like a? No,
1: it's it's gonna be like a like a short book. I mean, I'm writing it. I'm working on it. Um, on the stories, it's very much just kind of what I went through. The book is gonna be called hi i'm scrap but like hi is spelled h i h a i which stands for health awareness and independence and that is is um kind of what i felt like was like the what i what helped me get to the point where i am now was becoming healthy uh being aware of who i am my what's going on with me and my surroundings and then independence is building up my own so i can stand on my own two feet and i have to depend on anyone else so it's it's my it's my journey that I feel like other artists can take this, whether you're a DJ or any type of artist, you can use these tools, kind of this, like, formula, or just, like, this basis off of how y- you can see your career and, you know, kind of, like, develop and help it help it, help it help, it help you. Yeah, that sounds fucking amazing. Is
2: there, like, a timeline on that right now, or you're just in the early stages? I'm learning how to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to figure that shit out. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, just writing stories, uh ideas down you know kind of going back and you know a lot of scenarios that i've had kind of like what i spoke about the industry stuff um and no nah, i mean time frame i'm not sure but yeah. it's in the works but when it gets there it gets there New yeah up, obviously the support from all of us word yeah I uh, appreciate network.
2: it you see my guests yo <laughs> like I, i'm not i'm not getting joe Schmo from around the way you know what i'm saying accomplished people share this shit
0: come on people yeah, let's go let me get a sponsor definitely in this get
1: your shit on youtube
2: yeah, we're working on that. We're gonna get visuals, uh, more visuals than we have. We, shout out Phil. We got the uh, highlights that we post on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, please. Um, we're gonna start, yeah, moving this shit onto YouTube eventually. Um, yeah, yo. you know we have an audience. You know we're you know we hit that one k'er. You know what I'm saying? Get me to five. Word. Um, and we're gonna keep it moving. This was amazing. Yeah, yo, thank
1: you, um, man.
2: This me, was bro. the conversations were amazing. Um, I appreciate it. It's always good to see you just as a home. Likewise, homie. man. Likewise. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean. I I, I want to say that you flew here for this podcast. I know you're here for family and business and <laughs> oh, everything, but it was, I wanted uh, to be on. I mean, no, I, I we knew we we're we gonna ch- do this on In Zoom. I was like, nah, yeah. we can't do Zoom. Yeah, yeah, and, and and this this came out awesome. I'm super happy with this. Um, super happy for you and everything that you're doing. Appreciate you it, You continue man. to inspire me, and and every time we talk, you know, I'm like, fuck, like I need to do more. Yeah, like man, I'm I'll just listening. Be, I'm just saying. I'm like, I
1: am a piece of shit. Like I nah, need to do more, bro. <laughs> yo, whoever's listening, I believe that snacks can. He, if, you know, and I don't want to say like, oh, he's the best DJ, but he could potentially be the top best DJ in the city if you get your shit together. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm working on that. Hey, that's what I need to hear. And yeah. that's the
2: shit I want. That's the shit I need to hear. And I appreciate that. Um, sure. And, and I'm working on it. I'm going to do, you know, like I said, with scratching and producing, like I want to do more to yeah. get to the next level. Sure. And, 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 you know, I'm, you know, we're all, always our own bre- worst critics, best For critics, sure. worst critics. Best um critics, yeah. You know what I mean? So. Always the grind. Um, huge inspiration as always to me. To hope the listeners, I hope they all hit Very you up. Appreciate it, yeah. Um, and good luck with everything that you're doing. Um, you anything else you want to shout out or, or mention? Are you uh, Are you gonna fly a plane? Like I don't know. Like are you a pilot now?
1: Are you gonna? Nah, but. <laughs> if it's uh, gonna be. So, are you a dad? Like I don't know. Nah, just. Um, for any artists, any DJs, treat your craft like an art. Treat your gift like an art. And just grind and, and and do it for the right reasons, then it'll work out. I guarantee it'll work out. If you do it for the right reasons and you just fucking grind. Absolutely. And you surround yourself with the right people and, and, and seek guidance and all that shit. It'll it'll work out. For sure. No matter what industry you're in. As long as art, treat your shit like art. Don't and don't let anyone don't let anyone step on your art. Don't let anyone judge your art for you. It's like do you and, and fucking just grind and, and live your dreams. Wise words. Everybody follow scrap. Scrvp, um, everywhere. Stay tuned for that Bajo Mundo party. Yo, Bajo Mundo
2: under, underground warehouse party. It's gonna be, be popping.
1: Throw a party and then fly out and I- <laughs> <laughs> Exactly.
2: <Yeah. laughs> Not deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as always, um, follow us on Instagram at but I know the DJ. Um, follow Dope Entertainment official on Instagram. Follow me, your beautiful host, uh, at Give Me Snacks. Share mm. the fucking mm. podcast. Yes. Like the fucking podcast. It's if you're up. on Apple Music. Or Apple podcast, or whatever. Write a review, even if it's a, like you can just talk a bunch of shit. Just give me like five stars
1: or whatever. Talk shit, like, If promoters. Promoters, you're mad. Talk shit about me. And yeah, yeah. Review if, it. if if you if you, you if
2: you disagree with anything anyone said, just kind of write a comment about. Like, just get the engagement up. People, come on. Send this to your ex. Be like, yo, you can learn some shit from these people. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Let's 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 build this shit. Yo, let's get this popping. Let me get a sponsor, man. Come on. Thank you so much for listening to episode ten. This was an amazing times, amazing guest, uh, and more to come. I got guests, yo. My guests, high quality, high, co- high quality content.
1: <laughs> but hit us up. Damn, snacks needs a. We gotta stop telling him how shitty he is from now. He, he, <laughs> I, 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 my, my head we, right. <laughs> I, we we you up for all the twenty twenty one, bro. No,
2: no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lonely, guys. I'm lonely. <laughs> um, but uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, and we'll see you next time Snacks out Scrap out holler at us